0: A king picks a Bolin girl as his new bride. A pair of train robbers escape to Bolivia. A matchmaker sets her sights on a shopkeeper. The assassination of a leftist politician and the cover-up that ensues. And a Texan hustler befriends a street rat. So, this time on the Oscar should have gone to 1969. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes yeah. to yeah. the
1: Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet, Jack. The Oscar goes. I don't care. And the Oscar goes to. The winner is Midnight Cowboy. <laughs>
2: I should have turned it down before. I, I,
0: mean, I know I said you were too soft, been, and now it's too loud. You were spiking a little bit. No, well, if it's too loud, I'm going to re-record it, and people are just going to hear this part, and they're going to be like, "It doesn't sound too bad." Hey, to
2: me. I don't ever want you to speak the the ratzo joke out loud ever again. So yeah, maybe let's, I had t-
0: I just don't wrote me down. Not do that. It's like, how do you describe when I was like, I'm just going like, to stream rat, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do it.
2: Hey, you know what? Gonna, I don't buy that. I'm just going to
0: go for it. If only baby. they look closer. Yeah.
2: Would they see a poor boy? No siree, <laughs> they'd find out. There's so much more. Two Dustin Hoffman and the Night Cowboy. How are you doing,
0: um, Megan? I have huge news.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. It's okay, really so you okay?
0: So I texted you. What
2: if this. I What if I had had big no- news too, and like
0: it wouldn't be bigger than this?
2: I can't imagine.
0: So, I was at my job today. I work at a technological company,
3: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and. A gentleman, who we've talked about multiple times on the podcast, came into the store <gasps> to buy a speaker. That gentleman was Spike Lee.
3: What? Spike Lee came in?
0: So I sold Spike Lee a speaker at my place of work today. Oh, my God. And before he left, no, I said to did, him. No, you did not. You did not. You I did not. I said to not. him, I was like, Mr. Lee, I just want you to know that I have a podcast.
2: Oh, um, that is the worst. Called the, Oscar,
0: called the Oscar should have gone to. And I just need you to know that we just thought both do the right thing and Malcolm X should have won in their respected years. And he looked at me and he goes, can I listen to it? Okay, I can't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't. And I said, yes, yeah, it's, it's, you know, wherever you would listen to podcasts, it's just called the Oscar should have gone to. And his assistant was with him and was like, what's it called? Um, so Spike, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. It was a real pleasure working with you today. He will not listen to the podcast. No,
2: but you know what? Let's pretend that he he will. But anyway, so. Wow. I want to know what his face was when you opened with I Have a Podcast. And then it really took a turn.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I can tell you that he dabbed up every African-American male that works at the store as I was walking him upstairs. Um, Sure. And then... uh, Really didn't have much interest in me at all until yeah. I told him about this. And then he was like, it's like, what won in 92? And I was like, "Unforgiven." He goes, oh, and then in 89, you guys didn't pick. I was like, we did not pick Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, uh, and then he goes, what about Green Book? And I was like, no, Spike. He, that wearing, that he was did a, not happen. He was did he really NYU. say that? Yeah. He was wearing an NYU sweatshirt. Did you shirt. say I was NYU? Yeah. I said, I went to NYU. We're proud of you. Wow. And then he left. Anyway, so Spike Lee uh, is listening to our podcast now.
2: I really hope so. If you're out there. And I, if he'd like to call in and leave a message and... He's probably
0: going to just listen to those episodes and he'll go back and listen to the 1992 episode where you admit that you hadn't finished Malcolm X.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But then I did and what did I say? yeah.
0: I, I said it was the yeah, best. He's not going to listen. I don't even oh, remember no. what episode. But that,
2: that was, was on, the though. year that I was like, oh, I didn't finish it, but it's pretty good. And then the next episode was yeah. the one where I was like, you know what? Malcolm X should have won. Yeah. Oh, I really fucked up. Yeah. I could have had a relationship with Spike Lee. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to be in a Professional. film. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so.
2: Wow, that's big news. Yeah. Um, I got really drunk with my mother in law over um, Thanksgiving and yelled at her about Mike Pence. What? Well. So we all had we our all wins. Had yeah,
0: you know, everybody's got something going for <laughs> Um We should introduce our guest.
2: Yeah, he came with a lot of um, prep, so I feel like we're gonna wanna take like a lot of time. Yeah. It's been 50 years. Mm-hmm. So we have a 50-year-old on.
1: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was a teenager. When teenager, all
2: these, when all these were coming out. When all these out. were coming out. Um, my friend.
0: Yeah, and we just met, so I consider us friends, but we literally met 15 minutes
1: ago. No, but as you know, I I listen to every... Podcast. I know you do. Except yeah. except the the most recent with uh, with Kelly.
2: Oh, and you know right. what? You can skip that one. Yeah. honestly, so, that's fine. two
1: parts,
0: and no one wants to listen to Kelly talk for that long. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely guarantee you, she's not listening to this, so she'll never hear
2: that. No, anymore. God, no, no. But
1: anyway, I feel like you know, I, like I know you because I've heard you know I've heard you you know dozens of times. Sadly, and well, we like to
0: reach out, you know, across devices <laughs> <laughs>
1: to get to know people.
2: Sarah, why don't you tell them who you are and why you're here?
1: Okay. Well, first of all, we're friends. We've known each other for um, for a years long, now. For years now. Um, we're on the
2: same cycle for survival.
1: Team. I, that's right. Mm-hmm. I actually, I'm not a trained actor like you all are, but I was a radio, television, film major at University of Texas.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And uh, so I'm, I'm kind of on the fringe there. Um, you got it. I had an uncle who was an actor and a director in the '60s and the '70s, and he was in a lot of the early biker films as the heavy, mm-hmm. the cop.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He directed a lot of the exploitation movies like Cleopatra Jones and Slaughter. He was a really, he was an unbelievable guy, a great actor, um, and a great director. People loved him. Yeah. And so um, he also was in Blazing Saddles. He was in First Blood. And uh, anyway, so, uh, we used to come out from Texas every summer and to California, yeah, in fact, used to just take an apartment right on Laurel avenue mm-hmm. and so um, every summer, I was just surrounded by the movie business, yeah, even though I lived in Texas, and it was kind of a cross between uh, those summers were kind of a cross between once upon a time in Hollywood mm-hmm. and Boogie Nights.
0: Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Except, this is taking a turn. Let me tell you something. Sarah just laid it on the table. <laughs> if you uh, catch my drift. And
1: but it was it was boogie nights without the porn. But uh-huh. it was just but it was just uh, when you in Hollywood. I'm trying to think it, of
2: what boogie nights without the porn
0: would be. Just I don't know. It's Magnolia, right?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Sorry. So anyway, um, so I was just kind of you know steeped in this business, even yeah. though I wasn't directly involved. And I have to tell you, it was, they were crazy times. I mean, it's just a crazy time in the film business. Yeah. And, um, you know, everyone we knew out here was, you know, worked on TV shows or they were, um, you know, they were on, you know, that girl, they were on The Untouchables. they Right. Were, and so, um,
0: did you spend much time at Spawn Ranch, or just? Uh, I
1: did not. <laughs> you know what? Actually, the the um, not the interesting thing is, is I was here every summer in the sixties except nineteen sixty
3: nine. Wow! Isn't
2: that's that crazy. funny? It was the and one
1: summer I wasn't here.
2: And that's that's the, a
0: that's a very good alibi. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> good one to not be here, and also funny that that's this that's the year that we're talking yeah. about.
1: Yes, yeah. I know. I thought about that. That yeah. that, 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 that was. For those that
2: you don't know, the summer of 1969 was the summer of the Manson murders. Yes. And uh, some might say the end of the... Um,
0: Feel good, the, yeah. lo- the love... Generation, Generation yeah. whatever.
2: Yeah. Summer of love brought to an end. Anyway.
1: Okay. So I know we'll get to the movie later, but my my dad's advertising agency worked on Butch Cassidy's Sundance kid. Oh,
3: great. Mm. Amazing.
1: So... Um, so, anyway, I'll talk more about that when we get there. Yeah, but great. That, but, um, so there was, you know, it's just all through my life there's been, and I go, you know, I go to Equinox in West Hollywood <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're rubbing elbows with Jodie Foster uh-huh. and Diane Cannon. And me. And, Diane right. Cannon. Da, well, Sarah Dian was Cannon. the
2: one that, that pushed me to approach Diane Cannon after, and was there when I did after it. After
0: friend of the podcast, Rachel Lewis said, said don't do that. Please don't do that. Yes, Rachel Lewis <laughs> yeah.
2: begged me not to do yeah. it and I believe held my shirt as I moved towards her yeah. direction. But uh, I, you know, nevertheless, she persisted. Yes. And now Diane Cannon and I, like uh, pals,
0: we don't look at each other still. Right. But but
2: yeah. if we were in an elevator together,
0: she maybe would remember. You yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Although she's she's old, man.
0: She is. She's yeah. like he is 90 something well it's wonderful to have you stare it's wonderful to have a different perspective because usually we just have our dumbass friends
2: (laughs) (laughs) truly we've had some of the dumbest i'm looking at you alex the dumbest people on this podcast and it's great to have to have you
1: yeah well i'll do the best i can great (laughs) we believe in you should we jump
0: into it
2: Let's, sure. Let's dive in. Let's Nin- dive right in. I'm taking you back to 1969. 1969. I, can I just say nice. one thing?
1: I, the one thing that when I looked at these movies is I thought this is an odd year. It is. It's an odd year because nothing there there there's not one movie that's like the other. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. really nothing.
2: It's very cool that we're doing this. This is now that we've gone 50 years back. We've done yeah. 69 to 2009. And I think that we've we've mentioned this before, but really every around the change of a decade is you get some wonky some wonkiness because there and some seeing different. A changing of you're the guard. seeing a changing yep. of the guard. The yeah. '70s is so is gritty, and yeah. from the '70s we go into these epic historical dramas of the '80s, and from yeah. the '80s we go to more of like an indie kind of feel yeah. in the '90s, yeah. and it's slicker in the 2000s. Right, and then you know, and from and here we're seeing like very like an old older type of we see a movie musical we see yeah some, this reminded
0: me a lot of actually 71 yeah we talked about it then too with the with like the fiddler on the roof and the um nicholas and alexandra yeah. versus a clockwork orange yeah right and the last picture show and stuff like that whereas this although all the movies are very different like it seems very much like you've got um Hello, Dolly, and Anne of the Anne Thousand of the days, days, which are very firmly entrenched in the 60s because if you look at the year before, Oliver won Best Picture. Right. And two years before that, A Man for All Seasons won Best Picture. Yeah. And literally, A Man for All Seasons, the entire play, is like a five-minute segment in Anne of the right. Thousand yeah. Days. Right,
2: And it's Richard Burton. Yeah. And it's, So you're yeah.
0: seeing all that stuff. And then you've got Butch Cassidy and Midnight Cowboy and uh, Z, and you can see sort of... More of like a European new wave influence in yep, those movies. Totally. And I mean, we'll get into it, but the acting that like, I would say even Paul Newman's doing in particular, like Dustin Hoffman's doing and what Richard Burton is doing they're basically different different art things forms. Yeah. Yes. like they're not
2: but i will say it is so these i will say spoiler alert i think the caliber of star in these and all across the board yeah. is such that you see that there is a place for everything there's a mode and i know people will look back and be like this is why you know when people look at laurence olivier and they shit on him and <laughs> like, right. what is he doing whatever it's just a different thing but it yeah. doesn't make it any less uh, impressive, impressive yeah. and amazing it's just a different style yeah. right. it's just a different type of thing and I think it's so interesting to see Jane Fonda in particular well yeah. we'll talk about a little bit about that who's yeah. not one of the nominees but right. um and what she's doing and how sort of like her, she's so timeless in yeah. a way and how that's carried through. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Well, a lot of these people, you know, they got their, when their career started, I mean, Burton and Newman were kind of in the middle yeah. to late their career. Yeah. But uh, Dustin Hoffman, mm-hmm. Robert Redford, yeah. John, um, Voight. John Voight, they, theirs was just starting to take off. Exactly. All became household names, yeah. you know, after these yeah. movies.
0: So what's our first movie? Let's just jump into Anne. Of, of a Thousand, thousand
1: days. days.
2: Guess what? I have a spoiler alert for you. <laughs> I love this movie. So weird. <laughs> Do you think that's strange?
1: British royalty. <laughs> I know.
2: Can I
0: tell you, so this is um, Kelly Ewing, who we just spoke about, our guest, just an episode ago. She just
2: texted me. I said, okay. we're recording the podcast because we're going, to- Kelly and Rachel and I, sidebar, are going to Mexico City and she wanted to buy tickets right now. And I said, oh, I can't, we're recording. And right.
0: she just texted So one of her very favorite movies. And I got maybe 25 minutes into this and I was like, "Eh, I mean, it's not bad. But then by the end of it, I also truly liked it. It's really, and you know what the craziest thing about this movie is? So this is based on a play. I think it's wild that this play has not been done by like Roundabout. New yeah,
2: year. I right. completely like agree.
0: They do a play like this every single year. I I'm completely like, Why agree. Why have
2: they not done it? And they've got days. great. And the the monologues are in the scene chewing, and the lines mm-hmm. are. It's great. This movie was first shown to me. This is one of two movies that I had seen of the five that I had already seen. Yeah. And my mom made me watch this movie. It's one of those movies like this movie and um, To Kill a Mockingbird that my parents were like my mom was like, you're right. gonna watch this movie. And I was like, man, I wanna. It's an old movie. Yeah. And I loved it. I think it's I think the writing's great. Exactly what we said. Richard Burton and um, what's her name? The girl that plays Anne. Over the top, but amazing. Yeah. So
0: good. And I also but Genevieve feel like Genevieve. Yeah. Genevieve. As it moves on, even though it's still, you know, like this very specific acting of you know, the 60s, 50s, 60s that mm-hmm. you're seeing, and like this, like stage actors on screen basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like it gets more nuanced as it goes on. I agree. Because I think it does start a little big, um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like by the end, I was like, well, oh, yeah, he turns really to her and he's like,
2: can you get me a son, Kate? <laughs> How about that? Can you get me that?
0: I was like, mm, yes. Now, the first thing I wrote down was the opening song is truly terrible. <laughs> I don't even that, open, that opens the movie, I was like, what's happening right
2: now? Oh, I guess I kind of remember. Yeah,
0: um, I love that
2: you get really, Craig likes to get really specific.
0: Well, I just wrote, <laughs> it's just the first thing I wrote down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? Anna well, I, days?
1: you know, I, this is the only movie I watched with my wife.
2: Oh, okay.
1: So my wife is like you.
2: She likes period. She
1: likes period pieces. Mm-hmm. And... If there was a Jane Austen channel, mm-hmm. she would be watching it mm. all preach, the time. Preach,
2: preach, mm-hmm. preach.
1: But I was I like you, Craig. Yeah. I, I, this is not typically my kind of movie. Right. You know, these period pieces. I, I mean, I, I watch them all the time because I'm a good husband. <laughs> um, but, um, but same thing. I thought as the story developed, it got to be very more interesting, more interesting, more interesting. And Uh it really captured me and I was kind of surprised how much I liked it. One of the things I thought about, and I think one of the reasons I found it so entertaining, is because I thought, hmm, this seems familiar. Kind of a, a, a disgusting autocrat uh, <laughs> manipulates social yeah. norms in the church mm-hmm. and has his way with yeah. women. Yeah. Hmm. and
2: people are and people around him are like oh. kissing his ass.
1: Right, and, like and I, all I thought, up. God, this, this, this just just sounds so. It's like
0: familiar. one step left where if you disagree with him, he just has you executed. Yes, <laughs>
3: it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting close. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I
0: wrote, my dude Henry need to keep hitting it so bad he created a new church.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing. Here's my question. I I I thought about the Romanovs while I was watching this because Mm -hmm. I not only okay so here's the thing I feel like we all know the story of Henry VIII in the same way that we know I not in the same way I feel like at least as an American I think you probably know the story of Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn and And you know
0: you know divorced beheaded died divorced divorced, beheaded beheaded, survived survived.
2: Um, a lot more than we know like the Romanovs, although but you still know kind of how that story right. ended. Why was this so much more interesting and better than that movie?
0: I think it's partially because if this movie... I feel like because the Romanovs, they tried to make that movie the, basically almost the full Romanovs in three hours. Right. It would have been like if they tried to do... All, Henry the in three and a half hours, right. and we had all six wives. You're right, and everything like in that. In this way, Whereas it was more is, of a
2: character study, yeah. and, fo- and and because of that, like you really felt for pretty much everybody involved. Well, certainly Thomas More and, and yeah. Anne Boleyn. Right. Yeah. Or you're supposed to. Yeah, but for. I would say
0: almost ev- everyone except Henry. <laughs> yeah, Cardinal Wolsey. Cardinal Wolsey can also suck it. Yeah, he can fuck off but um, you
2: feel but like and I and I love Irene Pappas who shows up in Z as well yeah, right um, is as Catherine, Catherine. is also yeah. pathetic yes it's just very it's a it's a very sad all, story they're
1: all kind of pathetic because they all get cast away. Yeah. cast aside yeah,
2: yeah yeah 100% I mean
1: it's the craziest thing is like
0: he'd already had a bastard with her sister mm-hmm. the other Boland girl if uh, we you will get it, right we get it, we I get never it. saw that Did you ever see I that?
2: did it's not very good yeah. don't see it
0: Um, I also read the book. Was Henry the original pickup artist?
2: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't do any negging.
0: He didn't do any negging? He just like beats her down and beats her down and eventually she's like, I am in love with you. Well, he like now you don't need to marry me. You don't need to marry me.
2: Um, Well then he did. He does you know what it is? It's like um Actually, I lost my train of thought. But you know what was the fucking shit? Was at the end when she's in the tower and he slaps her and she doesn't fucking flinch. Yeah. And she's like, "My goddamn daughter." She <laughs> doesn't say that, but she's like, "My." She's gonna. Is gonna be a fucking yeah. way better than you. Get
0: that at- ugly ginger freckle face. Yeah. <laughs> four-year-old. Harsh. <laughs> is gonna become the most famous queen the world has ever known.
3: Yeah.
2: Will she have a man? No.
0: No. Well.
2: Well, I mean, not.
0: I mean, I saw Elizabeth. <laughs> Was that and a true Elizabeth account? And Elizabeth, the Golden Age. <laughs> the Golden Age.
2: <laughs> I just think that that I like live for, and I think that's another reason why this movie works is because there, are, like, and why we're saying it, it's crazy, it's not done as a play all the time, yeah. because there are like murderous, bad, mo- badass, yeah. badass lady moments, right? And and some fucking, you know. Truly evil dude moments, which
0: right. is I mean, the whole trial segment is like it's a tough watch, yeah, yeah, 50 years later, yeah, but, um, it sucks, yeah. I actually, this honestly, once like democracy became like part of the UK, mm-hmm. where you had like the prime minister and the parliament actually making the rules, and the monarch just if you look back to Henry VIII, you just kind of got to throw away the monarchy. <laughs> totally. Like, you just have to be like, actually, guys, we got to move on. <laughs> we can't have people remembering that stuff.
2: But, you know, I watched The Crown, and I, now I'm a big, I feel like I'm a big royalist. Well, Meghan Markle made me a big royalist. Right.
0: Sure. Because Lo- you guys share a name.
1: <laughs> Local girl. Yeah, that's right. She actually, because, you know, my sons went to Loyola High School. That's right. And Meghan, um, when they would do plays... She, they had to, you know, yeah. source yeah. girls from, from other schools. Yeah. So she, <gasps> she did some, some work at uh, Wow.
2: Did you see that? You know that everyone's doing. And what doing...
0: princess did your sons marry? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the meme that the, you know, everybody's doing the, like the like, uh, ten year challenge or whatever ah. like, and it's there's the meme of her like as the Deal or No Deal girl, and then <laughs> a picture of her like the baby Archie wow. and. Um, and Harry and everything, and she won. I guess this Would you say her ten
0: years are better or worse than your
1: ten <laughs> <laughs>
2: Craig, honestly, I, we all we all just kind of the laughter died there. <laughs> Please no, don't ever bring that up.
1: <laughs> now I heard I because re- I you know read up on some of the stuff besides watching the movies and that Olivia Hussey was the original person <gasps> they wanted to hire for this from
2: from Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet. Right.
1: She's and stunning. but the deal was is that Hal Wallace, who I um, uh, wasn't Hal Wallace, but who, the producer said he would cast her in this if she would do also do True Grit. Oh, no. oh as Maddie. Yeah, and she. Said, I just
0: watched True Grit today, so we'll get to that in a later portion. Right. But so she's, Maybe they should have gone with her in True Grit. That's uh, all I say.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing is, <laughs> but I, as much as I love Zefirelli's Frank uh, Romeo and Juliet, she's not that great. Yeah, I mean, she really was right. literally, like, 14 or something right. when she did it. Yeah. But, like, that's she's the, definitely the weak link in that sort of movie. So I, I was very happy to have a what I deemed to be, like, a real actress yeah. in this.
0: Um, well, Kelly and I were actually talking about her, and we were wondering why, you know, she didn't go on to do more things. And you know that when they were shooting this movie... She was having an affair with Richard Burton. Well, that was at least the rumor and Liz Taylor apparently spent a lot of time on set because she'd heard that rumor. And I'm wondering if Liz Taylor put a little sugar in the gas tank. Yeah. And that might be why Genevieve didn't have a more successful Hollywood career. But I,
1: oh, that's true. I, yeah. I also, and I didn't spot that, I didn't, read about this till afterward but apparently Elizabeth Taylor has an uncredited role I read that as well in the movie
0: yes yeah, she's like a mask really courtesan or
1: a mask right. yeah
0: really so you
1: almost want to go back and rewatch it just to see where she kind of slips yeah, you can in see those
0: eyes
2: yes yeah. yeah and she and and man this is her th- this story it, this takes on a whole new level because this is a little bit the story of Henry VIII within the making of, of a story about Aunt Henry VIII <clears throat> yeah yeah Cause you know, there's like it's like Genevieve is like young and like mm-hmm. the new the new hot thing. Yeah, ooh, I love not it. For I long. love it. I know.
3: Um,
0: so <laughs> we we've head. talked about how this was a play. Did you know that this
3: was a so, true story?
0: Well, no. This movie could... <laughs> this is based on a on uh, a real event. Continue. All right. Um, this movie couldn't actually be made until it was made because, and this also kind of points to some of the changes we're seeing in movies around this time, mm-hmm. the production code was lifted in 1968,
1: the Hayes Code. Right, right. So,
0: like, because of the mentions of incest.
1: Right, and, and, infidelity. and infidelity. Right, right, right. Really? Yeah, yes. so this
0: is when they went to the, not current, but, like, the MPAA rating system. Yeah,
2: you couldn't, wow. Yeah. And
0: they had been lax on it, obviously, and, like, because Bonnie and Clyde's a couple years before this and stuff like that never would have flown, you know, 10 years. Without a doubt. Later. Uh, so they had sort of been lax, but they fully got rid of it after '68. So '69 is when you see the first real release of movies.
2: That's so interesting. Yeah. Huh.
0: Because I think the play actually premiered like in the late '40s, early '50s. Yeah. So. Huh. huh. Um, I also just wanted to point out at the end that shot of the blood-stained execution area. Oh I think yeah. Was just a fantastic. It's shot. a great job. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's a great job. There's a lot of really cool. You know, for I think for a a movie that you can you you could have shot it all like because it's a play. That sometimes they run the risk of like it's all going to be in like two rooms. Right. And they really made it felt like they made use of different sets and also um, establishing and like beautiful. It looked like they filmed in England at least. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. I really enjoyed it.
1: I think Um, it won best costume design. I'm sure. I think it did. I don't know what else would have won. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I literally, I wrote, my last comment was, yes, queen. Oh, because she was a queen. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Not anymore. No. no. Good
1: movie. The flick. Better than I expected.
2: Yes. Better than I uh, expected. Well, you're welcome, Sterling. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: Um, I have to say, this one of the things I love about this podcast, is that... Tell us more. Tell us more.
2: <laughs> Get out of my head. Is that
1: after... Every time I listen to the podcast, it makes me want to go back and either see something that I haven't seen in a long time, which would almost be like seeing it for the first time, or seeing something that you talk about that um, uh, that I should have seen and really wanted to see. So anyway, this I, would
2: have been a great. This would be a great mm-hmm. ad if anybody had to pay for this podcast. Yeah, today.
1: yeah. Or if would, there
0: are any movie studios that are listening, that the, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you own the Friends to Anne of the Thousand Days, and you want to. Put Stair's comment and just put our <laughs> podcast underneath. Yeah,
2: sure, that'd be great. You <laughs> know, because so many people are clamoring for Prince of Anne of a Thousand Days. Well, that's like what
0: they're I'm gonna, gonna be like, oh, maybe they would be if they realized how much we like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Which Cassidy and the Sundance Kid.
2: Well, I almost want you to start with this, Stares, right,
1: because s-
0: you
2: I, have okay. such a personal
1: connection. I have to tell you that I, when this movie came out, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always. Even, I, I always loved Paul Newman. I loved Cool Hand Luke. Mm-hmm. I loved, you know, I just loved him. And so I'm going to tell you a quick Paul Newman story oh, Paul that Newman. happened in 1969. I mean, a long Paul Newman story. Yeah. So we were, um, it was after Butch Cassidy, and, you know, my father had worked on, you know, the, they actually did the, uh, the uh, titles, the, op- the, the opening credits. Oh, cool. And then they did the ad campaign. And John Foreman, who was the producer, um, he and Paul Newman had a production company, and they had like two or three other movies they were gonna produce. So right after this one was a movie called WUSA, which was filmed in New Orleans with Joanne Woodward. So my mother never went with my dad on business trips, but he was going to New Orleans, you know, where they were shooting the movie, Mm -hmm. and she's like, I'm coming. No kidding. I'm coming. And we piled in the car and we drove to New Orleans. We stayed at the Roosevelt Hotel. Wow. And so the next day, uh, they're shooting a scene in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And um, so my uh, sister and my mother and I are following behind my dad as he's walking around and he finds Paul Newman's trailer. <gasps> he goes into the trailer, closes the door behind us. And Paul Newman says, is that your family? And my dad said, yes. He said, well, please have him come in. So we go into Paul Newman's trailer. My mother is literally knee to knee with him. And he's got the Ray-Bans on. No. And she says in her charming Texas accent, would you mind taking those sunglasses off? And he's a very private person. He would not sign autographs in front of his children. And he took the sunglasses off. And you know because she wanted to see, see those, yeah. she you wanted know. to see those blue those eyes. Crazy. And he Paul just Paul
0: Newman and Liz Taylor. Those are the eyes,
1: right? Yeah. Anyway, he couldn't. you not Betty Davis
2: calm
1: down <laughs> anyway he was a real gentleman couldn't have been nicer wow and um
2: it's good to hear the last story that we told about dustin Hoffman. he ended up being a dick so this is a very yeah i
1: know he was a he's i mean i beyond this i always heard he was a very you know he lived in Westport, yeah. connecticut yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, very normal know, very normal and was married and to
2: joanne woodward for, for you know, forever it was yeah. can
0: yeah. i ask um did you get a chance to get any like pasta sauce or <laughs> luminos or did he have those? On the
1: he didn't have those there.
2: Didn't he do something where he was like, he was on some late night show. He was on Letterman. I think. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. of,
0: I think it was Letterman. It might've been Johnny Carson, but basically they were talking about it and he was like, I didn't know how much money it was going to make. Yeah. I would have famously gave all the profits went to charity. Yeah. Um, which is funny,
1: yeah. But anyway, I l- so so I love the movie, and it' had been right. kind of elements of it have been sitting around our house. Yeah. So, like for example, <laughs> I think I, I think I've so shown So while this you're
0: thing. digging this out, Megan emailed me this. Stare emailed her a picture. He has a original script.
1: Did I have? I mean, it's I know it's a podcast, so no one can see it. But again. We'll post yeah. it. We'll, it. We'll, we'll,
2: post a photo we'll take a photo and okay. we'll post so it, it on.
0: It's it's the final shooting script um, of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and wow. so. It's thick, he, too. He, I know. He emailed the copy to Megan, a picture of it. And Megan sent it to me, and I just wrote back, we're going to get our pants pulled down. On the
2: bottom <laughs> bottom it's very cool. Show cold, for the yeah.
0: frauds we are. Wow.
1: Um, so, and so anyway, so there were also acetates of um, raindrops keep falling on your head. So there was a yep. lot of anticipation just at our house yeah. for the movie wow. to come out. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, that was an era where you, you know, if you wanted to see something over and over again, you literally had to just go to the movie theater. Right. Right? And I went back to see this movie, I bet you, a, a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, you know, I, I, I loved it. Yeah.
2: Wow. Interesting. Now, I'm going to take a different t- tactic. Didn't love it. Ah! That's That's right, ah! Guys. Guys. Is this, is this a fight club?
1: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> okay, you know how like dudes love fight club?
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Is, is this, this a, a fight
2: club? And I'm not trying no, to be gendered about it, but do you know what I'm saying? Maddie was like, oh, Butch Cassidy, man, I love that movie. And I was, maybe I went in with very high hopes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it is. All right, Pete. High hopes. <laughs> uh, oh, are you talking about, am I Pete Buttigieg right now? Yeah. Here's what I'll say watching this movie was this. This movie works because the two of them are so charming. Yes. And I yeah, so I agree with you. Likeable. Which I agree. I we
0: had this exact same conversation two podcasts ago about the sting. The
2: sting. Yeah. However, I'd say the sting was more interesting.
0: Sure. There's I think the so I will say I think I'm in the middle ground here. Okay. I actually love the first half of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I wish the whole movie was about them robbing trains. Right. And then with the group, kind of, I think the movie, for me, loses steam once they go to Bolivia. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, I have to agree. Yeah, and even have when Catherine
0: Ross comes into it a little bit, um, well, although I don't think she's bad. That's, no. It's not a comment on her. I just think the open, particularly, like, I love the opening scene with him in the bank.
3: Yes. Where he's like,
0: when are you guys, Right, are you guys change this? And I kept getting robbed all the time. It's like, uh, I have the line, exact line written down, I think. Why well, no, s-
1: small price to pay for beauty? Yes, yeah, small price to pay. Trust for me. Beauty. Oh, you <laughs> yeah. know it. Yeah,
2: yeah I, 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 I agree. It's very. There are. It's. It, this is such an interesting movie to me because there are there are some really fun parts and the and they are both very funny. Like, yeah. there are parts that are, like, really funny. With, right. With all of
0: his back and forth with, like, Woodcock on the train. Right. I yes. I think is hilarious. it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Really I funny. love when they go back and there's, like, the challenge for who's going to, like, be the head of the gang.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I think Paul Newman is so funny in all of that all
2: stuff. All of it. All of it. And, and the th- stuff with him and, and when he takes out Catherine Ross and comes back and he's, like, yeah. stealing a girl and she's, like, he's, like, yeah, that's all right. Take her or whatever. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot of montage, a lot of, yes. I wrote a lot of bicycle shenanigans Yes. and a lot of, uh, which I get, I know it, that's a famous thing. I don't get it. I don't think.
1: I don't yeah, like when they were going, like the, um, the train, the,
2: the raindrops keep falling in my head and the bicycle stuff, right? right? That's like 10 minutes. It's a long time in the movie of like, what I is happening? I think it's really
0: famous because Westerns was such like a big thing for the first Forty years of cinema, yeah. and just to have a scene like that—that that seems so out of out place, place. in like a western yeah. at the time—probably was a huge deal. But also you have that, like two other major westerns this year that we'll talk that were not nominated. But, but I actually watched both of them, which are True Grit and The Wild Bunch, and they're both True Grit is very much like steeped in just like western, right? John Wayne, blah blah blah, yeah. And The Wild Bunch, we'll talk about, but is famous for like kind of. It's very anti-hero, very gory stuff like that,
3: right?
2: And, and then this Butch Cassidy's like, is like the
0: independent, like sort of more artsy, yeah, western.
1: Well, and but see, but the things too is that they they had contemporary music, mm-hmm. yeah. which that that for, yeah. for for what I remember, um,
2: you wouldn't have that.
1: Well, it just it just seemed it, it kind of made it hipper because it was Burt Bacharach. Mm-hmm. right? You know, sure. yeah. Um,
2: Who's, who's um, hipper than Bird Bakaraz? But
1: uh, you know, like Moulin, like Moulin Rouge, you know, yeah. also a period piece that used modern music. Yes, you know. But um, it definitely gave it a different feel because it was Burt Bacharach, who, of course, was huge, yeah. you know, huge at the time.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, there, that, I, I mean, I, I can appreciate it for what it was at the time. Now, looking back, I just was a little bit, like, not confused, but just like, I don't know that I need all of these bicycle shenanigans. And then the montage, there was it, the montage of them going to... Like they're in New they York, on their way to... On the way to oblivion right. or whatever. It's not, a, it's not so much a montage as it is just like music and then photos. Yeah. Um, I just was like, this is very long. And then I will say one other thing. And this is going to... I don't... These are my negatives because there's plenty of positives. But I feel like there, we lost a little bit on the promise of the premise. Not, that's not the premise, but right. I, I like we're, they're setting up a love triangle, and right. it never comes to fruition, right we never see we, this it never is actually an issue. And I was like, I want to see. I mean, I wa- I didn't want to see some I didn't want to see it because they are they do have such great chemistry. I'm talking about Newman and yeah. Redford, and, yeah, and I want them to be buds. but I'm also like, there's something something doing here. Let's get to it.
1: Right. right, right.
2: Let's have an orgy, guys. <laughs> yeah, That's what I wanted to see. I mean, what I'm saying is that there's you a missed, real lack of You were orgy. looking
0: for an Eiffel Tower scene. I
2: was. Yes. I was like, how come every time we come around my London, London Bridge, isn't that a sex thing? I don't know. Uh, it's probably. I think it's a It sex. always is
0: with Fergie. Yeah,
1: I know. Okay, fun little fact. Is the, it a sex the, thing? The, <laughs> no. The, when the, uh, uh, Logan, the guy he's going to have the knife fight with, mm. mm-hmm. The actor yeah. uh, is Ted Cassidy, who played Lurch on The Addams Family. Wow.
0: Oh. Yes. He looks like a Lurch. This is interesting because we're going to talk about another movie later that stars Grandpa Munster. <laughs> 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 um, what do we think of the role play scene now? The first scene where we meet Catherine Ross with Robert. Oh, R-
2: I, yeah. Oh, I literally wrote gross rapey shit. <laughs> I yeah. don't like it. Yeah.
0: It doesn't it doesn't play now.
1: It doesn't No. Play. It was it was awkward then too. Oh good.
2: Okay. 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 Was, good to know.
1: I mean yeah. the the thing is, you know, when you see it the first time I mean when I saw it the first time. Right. So you don't you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't you don't know You she'll know, they have any right. relationship. Yeah. And and you're like, this is this is like weird and crazy. Well, because you're like,
2: this is our hero.
1: And then, then when they, she said, you know, finally, yeah, you're like, you're like, yeah. you know, you're like, Phew. Right.
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 they I mean they listen. I'm not one to kink shame. So if you were into somebody pulling yeah. a gun on you and and playing that game, Wish
0: Megan is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Might we have so many guns in this house yes. just for that purpose. Yeah. Um, then that's fine. But I, yeah, it's it's weird. Megan, for your hey, Megan.
0: Character. Don't yuck her yum.
2: Okay, (laughs) Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, so Uh, the
1: last, if I can just say, the last scene in the movie, Mm -hmm. the freeze frame. Right. My mother said that she was so happy that the, Director made that choice. She said, "Because I just couldn't see those two beautiful guys shot up."
2: Honestly, you your know, mom's right.
1: As opposed to Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. you know, where they yeah. did it in slow motion, it was yeah. really like just grotesque. Yeah. And she was just so happy <laughs> that they that they freeze frame that yeah. So they did not watch them get well, it's like slow.
2: Because it's a it's also because it's a comedy <clears throat> for them. Like if you, if I I mean it's not a straight comedy, but if I was going to put it into one or two categories one of the two categories, I'd say it's more of a comedy. Well, than Well, I mean, drama. Right. even
0: leading up to that, it's very comic with the two of yes. them. yeah. Like, the amount of troops that just keep coming, like, you could be watching Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Right. Like, it's literally, there's, like, 2,000 2, like, Bolivian troops out there. I forget what they're talking there. about,
2: but he goes, like, oh, thank God, I thought we were in trouble. Well, because right.
0: they're talking about the guy that was tracking them. Is, is right, Lafore's oh, yeah. Is did you see LaFour's
1: out yeah. there? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought
0: we were in trouble. So, little story about me, when my, uh, so, the reduced Shakespeare Company that did, like, the complete works of William Shakespeare Bridge and a bunch of plays like that, uh, when my brother was in junior high he was in a speech competition and they had written a play they had written like a short duet scene and it basically was that but about movies and he was trying to figure out how to end it and I was like oh I mean you and the other guy in the scene have to be like is that La Force out there like you have to <laughs> push Cassie on the Sundance street. oh my cake. god you nerd which of course nerd. like for like I'm sure the high schooler judging the seventh 1995, grade. Nineteen ninety-five people were like, "Really?" It was a real in big that. Butch Cassidy and mm-hmm. the Sundance Kid fan. Mm-hmm. My parents loved it, though. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I, 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 I don't. I didn't dislike it. I think I just was. Um, yeah, I was like, "Oh, this works. This works because they're both so charming." They're interplay I,
0: and there's a lot of great lines. I think Catherine yeah. Ross's "I Won't Watch You Die" monologue is great. Is a great but, monologue. Yeah, it's yeah. great.
2: I just think as a as a movie for me, the Sting held my attention more.
0: Sure, there it was more. It's more. It was more well, of a plot. That's honestly. just more. It's an A to B movie. Yeah. Like this is the beginning. This is it. This yeah. is the end. Whereas Butch Cassidy kind of. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of it's just. What's to enjoy is in, like the lines, like, like the fall will probably kill you, yeah. and stuff like right. that. Like, yeah. and it's uh, honestly, it's also if it's anyone other than Paul Newman delivering those lines, like, who knows if this movie even works? Right. I, I
2: truly am like they. I would just watch. I kind of would just watch the two of them. I mean, they're both a snack.
0: Yeah. You know? Right. Originally, apparently, apparently, Steve McQueen was supposed to play this. I Dance heard that. Kid, yeah. He's
2: so which John's I feel funny. like that
0: probably doesn't work. No. Because he also, then it would have been called The Sundance Kid and right. Cassidy. Oh, God. Because he needed first billing. Did you, know,
2: did you hear the whole thing about, you listened to the podcast, so you know that Steve McQueen counted, and Paul Newman, on they... On
0: Airport, they had to have the exact same amount of lines. Or no, on oh, oh, in the front. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Brian. had to have the same amount of lines, so that's why Paul Newman basically disappears in the second half, because Steve McQueen's character doesn't show up until an hour and 15 minutes of yeah. the movie. So.
1: You know, uh, Robert Redford had two other movies that year. He had Downhill Racer... Okay. and tell them Willie Boy is here. He
3: was so he busy. had three movies in 1969.
1: But But, you
0: know... But that was, this was like kind of his... Ending, it was the breakout. He, he had been on stage doing Barefoot and
1: Park the, right. and stuff yeah. like that. I, I bet you those movies had thing. been shot before yeah. Butch Cassidy. Right. He can get it. Cloris Leachman was now. also in the movie.
2: Cloris Leachman was in Butch Cassidy? She, she was. As what?
1: She played the prostitute.
2: Oh, and shit. It goes upstairs without. Uh-huh. You can you can barely.
1: It. I mean, she's yeah. got a few lines. You can you can't see her face. I mean, wow. you wouldn't recognize her unless you saw the credits.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, interesting. Nineteen sixty-nine, guys.
0: Well, we should move on, because I'm. <laughs> glad to have you back where you. <laughs> guys, guys, oh.
2: guys, guys,
0: guys. You're looking <laughs> swell, <Meghan>. Manny.
2: <laughs> I can tell. You're supposed to finish. Stay Danny. <laughs> Guys, I want to talk about Hello Dolly for approximately two hours. <laughs> First of all, let me just say, let me just read you some of my notes. Right to cam- camera. Legend. What an intro. Legend. Top five musical movies of all time. No question. Maybe only beat by Sound of Music. West Side Story. My Fair Lady. Uh, all Singing sixes. in the Rain.
1: All except, six? except Singing Singing in the Rain. The
2: rain. Uh, I love how the camera follows her. I just wrote legend and queen a bunch. She is so funny. Queen, 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 queen.
0: I, I have, love her so much. I have much. a lot of questions about Hello Doll.
2: I will <laughs> answer them all. This is like, no, and I actually want to say this. I want to put this to you. I want to put this to you. I want to put this to both of you. Top five movie musicals. Right. I really do think I'm going. I do this. Sound of Music. Uh... uh Sound of Music, Singing in the Rain, My Fair Lady, West Side Story, Hello Dolly, are my top five. In no particular order except, probably Sound of Music is number one.
0: I think that's, uh, with the exception of Hello Dolly, a good top five. (laughs) You're in.
2: (laughs) She, first of all,
0: the music is great.
2: She looks right into camera. Fucking, what's-his-face is Horace VanderGelder. I love Hello Dolly. Now, I'm gonna give you another spoiler alert, story about me. Was I in Hello Dolly in junior yes, she high? Was. Yes, I was. Who did she play? Who did I play? Irene
0: Malloy. Did uh. I go
2: flat in my rendition of uh, Ribbons Down My Back? Uh, yeah, uh, I did. Of course, she did. I did. Would
0: she right now?
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> so while I was watching the movie, my son is like Romero. He said, "I know all these songs." I said, "Why do you know all these songs?" He said, "Because I played Horace Vandergelder in the middle school production, Horace which I, which I completely forgot." Wow. You forgot. I forgot that. I know it it a woman
2: I know. Da, 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 lovingly clean out he, the, drain was, he like, the was he like,
0: I remember this song because I played this role, but not in this key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, he, he walked your mouth out really, whatever. So. I do
2: not understand why you. The comedy you to, is killer.
0: Do you want me to start asking these questions? Yes, please go ahead. Okay.
2: Oh, also, when I was Irene Molloy, wait, one thing. When I was Irene Molloy, my mother made me a green jumper dress with a white blouse. Cute. And she made it because I was based on an outfit that um, Audrey Hepburn wears in My Fair Lady because I was very obsessed with My Fair Lady at the time. Sure. This this is just telling you a lot about me in seventh grade. Yeah. Nothing great. Yeah. And then then we also went to, like, a vintage store, and I got, like, a big puffy pink dress for when they go to Harmonica Garden, Harmonia Gardens. Harmonia Gardens, um, great. Anyway, go ahead. Questions.
0: Why does anyone want to marry Horace?
2: <laughs> great cue. Great cue. Love that cue. Love that cue.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I is it is. him being rich He's rich. Yeah. Right. He's rich. So it's just that.
2: That's it. Yeah. Okay. This is like what? This is like the 1800s. He's rich. 1900s. Why
0: does everyone in the movie act like Yonkers is three and a half hours from New York City? <laughs> because it's
2: like 1900 get there listen to get from new yonker to, to get from yonkers to manhattan today would be like what an hour
0: no, no not even like half an hour
2: longer than that yonkers it's is, on the way to this, West West the Bronx,
0: this is yonkers what's the
2: train that we're taking to get there
0: the
1: new haven line. the metro north the okay. metro north
2: it's good i've been on the metro north it gonna take more than 30 minutes it's three stops from grand central it takes forever Mm-mm. next question <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why does everyone have musical theater voice when they talk in this movie? I live for it. I'm like, yes! Two.
2: Cornelius and Barnaby.
0: Cornelius and Barnaby. If they approached me on the street, (laughs) I would run screaming for the hills.
2: (laughs) This is a musical.
0: I will say, I will say, there's we're going to talk about another duo that I would also run screaming for the hills if they put Okay, on the 100%. 100% on. and In
2: they're day. much scarier yeah. than Cornelius and Old Barnaby. Uh, Barnaby who's adorable. But if you're, Remember when they learned how to dance? Oh god, the joy. If you're Irene, yeah. I well, I am Irene. So right. I continue. Uh, Although I'm really more of a doll. I couldn't be, I just want to, no. I couldn't be Dolly because I had already been the lead in. No, this is too big.
0: (laughs) 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 You fucking asshole.
2: Okay, I had already been um, the lead in the fall play. Which was? Little Abner. I was Daisy Mae. Yeah. Uh, so I, I couldn't...
1: wish. Do you have any of this stuff on tape? I take? mean, listen,
2: it's all at my parents' house and they've transferred it to the, a it's desk. It's at the
1: Lincoln Center. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Daisy May, I held my hands like this the entire time and my mother made my costume for that too. Anyway, um, so I couldn't be the lead in um, the spring play too, but they made me Irene and everybody was a livid because Irene's all also, kind. It was like the second
0: lady. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really more. understand why Irene, mm-hmm. who's considering marrying Horace because he's rich, and that she I hates guess.
2: hats. She doesn't want to fucking be in the millinery business anymore. I
0: understand, but not what a lot of interest, for Ladies, what about Cornelius? Interests her.
2: He's sweet and goofy, and she probably has never had. Has she doesn't have men pay attention to her? Listen, when you are a very sad lady. Mm-hmm like Irene and not me, and a boy starts paying a little bit of attention to you, even if that boy is, you know, an idiot, <laughs> then sometimes we, you know, decide that this is really nice. It's nice okay. to have people's attention. Okay,
1: to, so we know who played Cornelius? Do we? Michael Crawford. Phantom, oh, yes. Phantom of the of Michael Opera. Crawford. Phantom of the Opera.
2: Shut the fuck up. Yep. That's Michael Crawford. It's Michael Crawford. I love this movie even
0: more. Michael
1: Crawford, Tommy Toon. Tommy Toon, another Texan. Yeah.
2: I love this movie even more.
0: The Tommy Get Toon Awards me. are the high school uh, awards in uh, for best like musical in Houston, Texas. Well, wow. they didn't exist when I was in high school, but they did by the time my brother was. Yeah, I'm sure And either. he was nominated for a Tommy I Toon, know. I think. I don't know. I, might be
2: I just think everybody in this movie is... Great. And it's, and it, again, it's, yes, it's over the damp. It's me, me, me's film. But Barbara Streisand's fucking
0: performance. Do you think is... Barnaby sounds like Mickey Mouse? Yes, a little bit. <laughs>
2: yes, a little bit. That's his thing. And, that's, and guess who he ends up with? A chick named Minnie. Yeah. Get it together.
0: It all works out.
2: Legitimately. <clears throat> she enters the frame. Every single thing she is in, she fucking murders it. The, when she walks into the, I mean, it's the famous scene, but when she walks into her, the Harmonia Gardens, and they're like, she's here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they do the bit, and then she, it's dead silent. And then she starts to walk down the stairs and the band kicks in. I have up.
0: another question about the harmonia. Gardens. Okay,
2: go ahead.
0: <laughs> You're going to be mad. <laughs> You're so wrong on this. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Did Dolly fuck the entire <laughs> <lifestyle>? <laughs>
2: good tipper with money not with that not with favors Uh, no Uh, she went with her husband every friday night like clockwork down the stairs at the harmonia gardens and a roast chicken Mm -hmm. and martinis i imagine that sounds amazing Uh, this is the new york i want to live in
0: yeah it does not exist
1: yeah it doesn't exist Louis
0: armstrong's What a cameo in this film. What
2: a cameo.
0: Is there anything that's, has there ever been a cameo that's closer to product placement (laughs) than Louis Armstrong and Hello Dolly? Do you
2: remember when she scats with him? That is the one part where I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) Right. Because they walk away and she goes, like, he goes like, and she goes,
1: and she kept calling him Louis.
2: Yeah, Louis. This
0: is Louis.
1: Now, you know, he had a hit song in 1964. Did he now? With Hello Dolly.
2: 1964.
0: 1964. With Hello.
1: After That's, the show had been on the Broadway. After it had been on Broadway. Call but he had a, Hello Dolly. He Hello had Dolly. a top.
0: Oh. His recording
1: of This is he, his recording. He re- had oh. a top 40 recording of it, which, which is, so he was already popular and associated with Hello Dolly. Well, there I'm was glad they brought, so they brought him They brought him in.
2: They brought him in. I'm glad they brought him in. I I just think this movie. I think this show is. I know it's dated, but I think this show is fun. I think the music holds up, and I think it is. I think it's an all-time performance from Barbra Streisand. I'm going to ask before him the parade question. passes by is incredible.
3: Well, She's going to be
0: mad about it.
2: <laughs> God damn it, Craig! Why are you well, ruining my This mind? is
1: a roast here. Ready?
0: This is nothing against her performance. This is just you sitting at a table, mm-hmm. looking at the script. Mm-hmm. Is 27-year-old Barbara Streisand, widower, widow, right for the role of Dolly Levi?
2: Now, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to respond to that question with a question. She's 27 in this? Yeah. Holy
1: yeah, I think man. the character's quite a bit older.
3: Yeah.
2: Homegirl look 40. <laughs> 27 in 1969 is a different thing than 27.
0: Well, I'm sure they probably tried to make her look a little older. I mean, I don't know that Barbara ever looked super young. It's not like, but. She was uh, 27? Yeah. I mean, I guess she was that,
2: born in 1942. I guess that shakes down. I gotta be real with you. I doesn't, I get that she's like a little bit young, but she doesn't, I the idea of her being a widow <laughs> widower does, or a widow does not, I don't have that question because she,
1: Oh, I hope well, I think part is. of it's. Oh, God, I that's think part right. of it's the the, the costuming she's and, and, and the yeah. whole
2: thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, you know, if Barbara's listening, oh God, what if Spike knows Barbara and he said, listen <laughs> to this? I mean, if you think I love you, Barbara, <laughs> I like love you forever. But My name is Barbara. Wow, she's
0: gonna lock you away in that Malibu
1: shopping. mall. <laughs> <laughs> if you think Carol I Channing was the Broadway. role on Broadway, you yeah. know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a big. And Carol, when
0: Carol Channing died relatively recently, she was 142 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so when she played Dolly. She was well into her fifties.
2: I associate this movie. This. Show also with your wedding Because your wedding weekend I saw Bernadette Peters in New York Do Hello Dolly And that Mm -hmm. also was a revelation I think it's just like If you are a If you are like a all-timer If you're that If you are a gay icon Then you should And you're not playing Hello Dolly What are you doing with your life? Right Because there's comedy to be mined here Yeah so you're
0: saying That we should be looking forward to like I don't know like Kelly Clarkson playing Hello, Dolly yes. in, like, 20 years. Yes.
2: If, although she doesn't have the comedy chops. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, I know. She laughs same. a lot. She, yeah, <laughs> she does. She does she laugh. Who would be... Who's, like, a fun... Like, Gaga. Oh, yeah. Maybe.
0: Gaga as Dolly. Gaga as mm-hmm.
2: Dolly in, like, 50 years? Like a
0: deconstructed Hello, Dolly. Yeah. 50 years. You know... You know Gaga's like barely younger than us. I'm
2: right? not good at
0: ages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but when
2: she's 50, this is the truth. In 50 years, she will look as old as Barbra Streisand looks in this movie. Yeah. Because like, you know, we figured out skincare. is yeah. I guess what it is. see.
0: Yeah. Um, there's too many dance breaks in this movie. Should we move on?
2: No. Stared hasn't commented. On well, it, so I okay.
1: Don't. Go All ahead. This is, I don't. Here, I, you've you've taken a you know a, a lot of bullets for the team here. Um, <laughs> But I'm not and I'm not gonna ask any questions. I'm just I'll, just a pers- my personal I'm just not a big musical Broadway musical. Yeah, no, it's fine school. Yeah, you know, it's just not my thing. Yeah,
2: no, it's not school.
1: I you know, I did high school musicals in in high school. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? mm-hmm. And and I and I actually learned to appreciate them more. Yeah. But but ones, sometimes so. I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> what's now, that? Let
2: me I'm ask No, let me ask you something. <laughs> yeah. As someone that watches RuPaul's Drag Race uh-huh. and appreciates high camp, yeah, do you not see that what she is doing here? I'm not. There's nothing against Barbara. I feel like you're going against Barbara.
0: No, Barbara. If Barbara, I, if you're I listening, like, no, I feel like she's in a different movie than everybody else, and it's a more interesting movie. Honestly, everybody else is kind of just doing like I'm on stage, musical theater, and Barbara's like looking into the camera and doing stuff. Which you didn't is like. Fun. We
2: got elegance. We <laughs> love them in elegance. No, I don't love that. Wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The I'm sorry. And, you know what? Sarah, honestly, please, Sarah, go, I'm sorry go, for continue.
1: you. No, no. no, no but, but sorry thing to is, you, like, sorry I, for you. Like, like, I love sound. I mean, I, there are musicals that... Um, that I did love. Yeah. Like Sound of Music yeah. and West Side Story. That and Transcendent. But more. for some reason this one just and I love Barbara Streisand. Yeah. I mean, I've always been I've been a fan of hers forever. Yeah. And so, but for some reason, I it just this one just was just a little too.
2: It's little, very musical
1: and very Broadway. Yes. And yeah. very and so it was just a little the the you know, the, a lot of the dance scenes were very long. And, yeah. And you know, George Champion was the choreographer, of course he was brilliant. Yes. yes. And he did 42nd Street. And Dean Kelly directed.
2: It only takes yeah. a moment. Amazing. Right. I I will say if you are me or anybody that I was in the production with in 1997 for Hello Dolly or a gay man. Or you, a big
0: Wally fan and you want the background.
2: Sure. Put on your Sunday clothes. Great song oh. too, by the Somewhere
0: way. So
1: I heard that Streisand and Matthau did not get along.
0: Really? Well, that doesn't... I can buy that. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I she gets not
1: along with anybody. I uh, I used
0: to. Work <laughs> Sorry, Barbara. Sorry, Barbara.
2: Please don't put me in your
0: I used to work at Madison Square Garden, and she performed a concert there while I was uh, working there. And I I would work during the day, so I wasn't ever there for the evening events.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I heard from you a used security to the tours, guard. By the I way. used to give tours. I heard from a security guard that when uh, Barbara performed, the staff that worked backstage would have to turn around while she was walking from her dressing room to the stage to not make eye (laughs) contact with her. Um not Barbara! sorry, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: so sorry. I'm so sorry. Legend, legend, queen, everything. She does look right into camera, and I have to tell you, I fucking
0: love that. Yeah, you live for it. I live for it. I've been a big Barbara fan since Prince of Died. So. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's not
1: good. There were other musicals that, that year, too, like Paint Your Wagon. Um, sure, everybody Clint knows East, Paint Your Wagon. you Eastwood singing. Right.
2: And I They I call literally...
0: the wind Mariah. <laughs> Guys, this is rough. This is rough. Z. Oh, actually, wait,
2: guys, I'm just you realizing, someone else? I just wanted to say I'm looking at, <laughs> I am looking at my notes, mm-hmm. and something I wrote was, how many of these waiters has she fucked?
0: <laughs> oh, how the table turns. <laughs> I also wrote, there
2: is a moment when she impersonates Louis Armstrong, and I swear I saw God. And then I also wrote, make no mistake, Cornelius is on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Anyway, continue. Z.
1: I
0: loved this movie. I loved this movie.
1: Yeah, I is it's another one I thought that I when it first started, I was like, Oh my god, you know, subtitled movie but it was it was
2: So sorry to make you read, Sterry.
1: I know. No. Well, okay, so this is the plus. We're trying to help. If all. you if you're watching a subtitled movie, you have to you watch have to the, you have to watch the movie. Yeah. And you can't turn away mm-hmm. because you'll miss like sections of dialogue and like miss what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like uh, like End of a Thousand Days, it's like the first twenty minutes. It's like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be torture, and then, like Anne of a Thousand Days, it, it got takes off. it takes off and the plot gets thicker and mm-hmm. twistier. And I loved it. I really, I, I really enjoyed it.
2: it. I mean, I was hooked from uh, early on because it's in French, and as we all know,
0: Megan loves loves her <laughs> some French. She's a francophile. C'est
2: la plus belle langue dans le monde. And my mother's a French teacher. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just thought it was, I. You know what's funny about the, this movie too that I I can't think of a higher praise is it's a lot of white dudes and usually when it's a movie like this, especially in a foreign language, and it's a lot of white dudes, they all run together for me. But whether from casting or the acting or the way that they all had very specific characters, I was easily able to differentiate between them, and uh, that's a that's a telling sign of like a good good movie and good character
1: development. right right yeah um,
2: and i did deep and another good sign is i after uh, watching this i did a deep dive on the story that it's based on right which is always a good sign
0: yeah um i was pretty hooked from that opening thing where it says any similarity to actual persons or events is deliberate yeah, <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> i was like that's cool like um so costa gravis who directed this film Directed Missing, which I chose as the best picture of 1982. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, good movie. Yeah, it was a great movie.
0: God, he's just good. He's good. Yeah. And I mean, this is very similar to Missing. Like in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like it's very much like putting a government on trial. Um, yeah, he's just he's just good at what he does.
2: Great camera work. There's some. There are. He does a good job of 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 using a. Uh, like a handheld yeah. when he needs right. to, and it's it, and without it being like shaky and obvious, you're like, oh, I feel really close to the action because of this.
1: Yeah,
2: um, great casting, just great.
1: I have to tell you, I was I was surprised though, <coughs> that you know, because it was nominated for both Best yeah. Picture and Best Foreign Language Picture, and this was the
0: first time a foreign film was nominated for Best Picture.
1: Right, English. and I, but I still, and I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I just was surprised it was nominated as Best Picture. In the non-foreign language category. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, nineteen. Because do you think? Are you saying that as an indictment on the quality of the movie, or because it was 1969, and you're like, that's surprising?
1: That, it was because 1969. Was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I, I, I just. It just. I mean, there were. I mean, I know. I don't. You know. I, I. When I've listened to your podcast before, you know, you talk about other movies that should have been nominated. Right. You know, forget about what should have won. And I'm not sure when I looked at the list. If I could have found one that should have taken its place, right? Yeah. No. Um, so, but even still, I, I, I thought it was, um, and I guess it won for best foreign, best foreign, yeah. foreign language picture. Yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah. I, I uh, it's it's interesting too because there's there are some like there's a, a bunch of movies. Uh, Ann, well, no I guess Anne doesn't do this, but I Midnight mean, Cowboy does this of like there's a lot of uh, you know. Flashes, like back, whatever yeah, backstory. Fl- like,
1: flashback. Weird yeah. flashback. Yeah.
2: And like, but not just like. I feel
1: like, like that's French new wavy yeah. influence. Yeah, but yeah. It was common. you'll see. I mean, there's a lot of that and yeah. a lot of movies at that time. Yeah. yeah.
2: And generally I don't care for it, um, but I, it really worked in this movie for me for mm-hmm. some reason. I think it really just made it more. I don't know. It made it more—maybe It, it, it maybe that's why I was able to differentiate between all the older white guys, because, like, I felt like I knew them—I feel like I knew them better. Yeah. They did a good job with these flashbacks.
0: Well, speaking of a movie that resonates today— Yes. Um, I actually wrote down, oh, this is probably best-case scenario for the Trump White House. Yeah. <laughs> is that— these people get indicted and probably all of them get off, mm-hmm. but at least like they get indicted. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That's so depressing yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, the speech in the beginning of like, oh, we'll let them have whatever. We'll let them do whatever it is they want, but they're, they're mildew and yeah. we're the anti right. the antibodies yeah. and we'll take care of it. And yeah. I just, am like, that is exactly. Yeah. That's such a, I Well, totally just like the whole
0: speech. scene, like with the government, like trying to figure out how to spin it, like before yeah. he's dead. Yes. Like, and then, what's the spin now that he's dead? Yeah. And, like, what do we do? Like, you can see that happening in all sorts of periods of history. Yeah. It, I feel like it was a very, like, like, we talked about it when we talked about, like, there's a scene like that in Network, and there's a scene like that in something else that we watched. There's a there's a scene, like, that's very much like that, but both of those were, like, fully fictional situations. Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas this is something that is like, yeah, this is about a, like an actual government event. Yeah. Um, and a real dude. Um, I think the wildest thing about the movie is like when you find out why it's called Z. Oh yeah. At the end, that they literally banned the letter. banned the letter. The letter. Right. <laughs> because it meant something, so like you can't, you can't, uh, you can't have this letter
1: anymore. I was I was trying to Google. <laughs> And I put Z movie, <laughs> and what came up was, oh, yeah. it's, it's like worse than a B movie. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like a B movie, but really bad. Like, uh, yeah, you know yeah. what? John Waters I've, stuff, I'm like it whatever.
0: Where, even on IMDb, you have to put Z, and then like put 1969, yeah. and then it comes up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is hard to find. I also wrote down, truck fight. <laughs> <laughs> the truck
1: fight. Yeah. The truck
2: fight was great. Yeah. I lived for the truck fight. Yeah. And I also love, like, no, he's my cu- oh, he's my cousin. He fell off. He's My cousin. <laughs> there were a few and parts you know, they that were... actually
0: did that because it was so low budget and they couldn't get insurance to cover right. the fight. So it wasn't they didn't have stunt performers. Real fight. So it was the two actual actors. There
2: was a, I think another reason why this movie is great is Works for me is there are moments of comedy, there are moments of like when every
0: single person that comes out of the interview tries that locked door. Yeah, (laughs) right, right, right.
2: And when he goes to the guy, like you're a communist, and he's like, no. When he tricks him into being like, no, I'm so like this is the the thing that I believe in.
0: Or the 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 guy just cracking right away under pressure, like. Um, the officer just immediately, he just goes, you foul it up, you're screwing this up for all of us. <laughs> um, and the guy who plays the investigator is, uh, what's his name from Amor? Oh, really? Yeah, the mm-hmm. husband from Amor.
2: Wow, he's a long career. He yeah. had a long, well, is he still with us? I believe he's still with us. Okay, well, he he has had a long career. Irene yes.
1: oh. um, Pappas, of course, was in yeah. this movie again. Yep. Big year for double Best Picture nominee. I yep. <laughs>
0: IP! Irene Potatoes. That's what I'm going to
2: call her. Irene Potatoes, baby. Do you remember when this came out?
0: Big year for Irene's.
2: My mom did... My parents did not, but they're also not big, like, you know...
0: Culture.
1: Do I remember when...
2: <laughs> We're from, but I'm sure this was not playing in New Hampshire anywhere.
0: No, you don't think
1: so? No. I I do remember when it came out, but I don't remember having any desire no. to go see it.
0: No. <laughs> it also feels like something that probably, like... I. Well, like, Missing, like, famously was, like, not allowed to be shown... Like, after it came out, like, the movie, like, was not on DVD for, like, 25, 20 years, 25 years or something. Um, And I think this was not released in Greece. Like, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. 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 Um, It's interesting. This is one of those movies I feel like I don't have a lot to say about other than people should see it because I feel like I guarantee... Ninety-five percent of the people that are listening to this podcast have not seen Z or heard of I, it. Yeah, or heard of it, and it's a really good movie, and people should see it. Yeah.
1: No, I'm glad. Again, I got the assignment. Yeah. You got the so assignment. I, so you I got to, to watch it. it,
2: and it yeah. was enjoyable, right?
1: It was. It's yeah. interesting. And I learned a little French. Why?
2: I... Oh, <laughs> are we? may we? <laughs>
1: Midnight Cowboy. Midnight
2: Cowboy. Boy,
1: this was. I mean, there's, this was such a controversial
2: movie when it came out? When
1: it came out. Like, I mean,
2: what was the mood?
1: All right. Well, first of all, it was rated X. Right. Really? Yes. Ne- which, which they changed that, that, makes they sense. Changed that later. But like X, two years later. Right. But that. X then was porno. Yeah. X was porno. Yeah. I mean, that was like... I, only X-rated movie ever won Best Picture. Right.
2: I was going to say, that's so wild that it was yeah. not only nominated, but won. Yeah.
1: I mean, but and, and of course, they don't have the X rating anymore. So right. It's, but it's like, you know, I guess it would be the equivalent NC-7. of 17. NC-17. But even at that, I mean, things have changed so much. Right. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, Showgirls is NC-17.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's there are a lot, uh, uh, what was this, uh, June, um, what was the name of the movie? Like, I forget, Harry oh. and June or...
2: Oh, it, Benny
1: and June? No, no, no. Well, anyway, um, but it was rated NC-17, and um, you know it's got to be strong material yeah. for it to be. But yeah. anyway, but back then, to have an X slapped on it was like this must be. Yeah. 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 But
2: serious. it was all.
1: I Always mean, as a we child know, voice, but. all right. Is
2: that it?
1: Well, and the rape, and yeah. you know, yeah. and and homo- all that. You know, I've
0: seen this movie it. multiple times, and honestly, rewatching it, totally forgot about the whole rape scene. Yeah, again. like rewatching, I was like, oh right, I didn't remember that at, at all. all.
1: Another, another flashback.
0: Yeah, I mean, they use
1: flashback a lot. In yeah, this movie.
0: this movie feels showy. With very the, much so
2: with the flashbacks and, and all the, of the touches. Yeah. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure at the time, like I wrote the first thing I wrote, not crazy about the filmmaking was probably very cutting edge for an American film then. Yeah. But. For now, feels
1: too much. Yeah, yeah, I I agree.
2: Yeah, lots of cuts. Um, this is a movie. This I put this movie a little bit in the in the. Uh, it's not quite the same because I don't think the filmmaking is as good as a Clockwork Orange. But this is also something where I'm just like, I don't know that this is for me. And I and I say that I don't. It's interesting because, it made me feel. You know the movie Nothing but Trouble. Mm-hmm. You know the movie Nothing but Trouble. It's a very bad movie, but it's a uh, it's like this Dan Aykroyd whatever movie. It's, and he plays a bunch of different characters. And anyway, it's it's a bad movie. <laughs> but the feeling that I had with that watching that movie, it makes me feel gross. Like physically, kind of sick. No,
1: it's yeah. it's it's a disturbing film. And I, but and here's the thing: it's depressing. Is like,
2: it's depressing. But I love depressing movies. Yeah, so, so do I. And I love disturbing movies generally. I just was like, I don't know if it's maybe it's because it's like a, it's a lot of like weird. It's like like sexually disturbing. I just was like, this is not. A, and I, I get that it's a character study, and, and it's it's interesting that it's like kind of a buddy movie. And mm-hmm. the, we also have Butch Cassidy, and right, right, Kim, which is also a buddy right, movie, right. but this is just not, I watching it, I just was like, I feel a little gross and it just is not for me.
1: Yeah. You know, it's just, it's all that squalor and underbelly of New yeah. York that, you know, we, we've all lived there and yes. it's really what you don't want to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but I but but it's I'm trying to think of movies that have done it that I've not felt like that. I mean,
1: I'll say
0: like for me, like in comparison to *A Clockwork Orange*, which is not a movie I love either, at least *A Clockwork Orange*, I can see, I can watch it and be like, oh, I don't love this, but I think there's like Kubrick's doing some interesting things. Yes, and I don't even feel that way about *Midnight Cowboy*. I don't either. Um, Kelly and I actually were also talking about this movie, um... Wow, you just talking about... Talking to
2: Kelly more than you're (laughs) talking to me. Okay. Um,
0: it's just a movie that... It just doesn't hold up for me at all. Like, I can sort of see why it was groundbreaking at the time, and why it was interesting to people at the time.
2: And why it was rated X, because I feel gross watching it.
0: But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't do it. It doesn't do it
1: for me. The I thing don't. is, they and they use the, and you saw this a lot in 1969, where they do these drug, they're trying to recreate yes, psychedelic right. trip.
2: Yeah. It's very easy you know, rider. Very
1: yeah. easy yeah. rider. Same yeah. thing. And I just, those, those, trying to recreate those psychedelic trips, it's just so, they just, I just, they just fall flat. Well, it doesn't work
2: that, for, you know, in, in Mad Men, they did it. And, um, uh. Uh, Roger Sterling and Joan, they go and he takes drugs and it's it, it, they and it they play it for comedy more and it plays for me for comedy. It's never, it's like that thing of like you can't describe, like it doesn't, it's not it's never, it's not going to come off as deep as you think it is because right. the viewer's not on these drugs. Yeah. So, yeah I don't, <laughs> my dog's like I'm fucking tired of Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> she fucking watched it with me. Uh, yeah, I just don't I, and yeah, I just didn't, I didn't dig that and then when you, well, I didn't dig that. It's one of my magazines, right? And then the the two performances. Can we talk about Dustin Hoffman a little bit?
0: Can, so. Uh,
2: was it good?
0: So we talked about I this with Lenny, and good. that is a very good performance. But can you imagine being around fucking Dustin Hoffman no. while he's shooting this movie?
3: No.
2: And knowing what we know about <laughs> him and how he's like so yeah. method, I'm like, this must have been
0: a Apparently, nightmare. so this is on IMDb. Who knows if this is apocryphal or not? But. <laughs> he really wanted this part, but he wasn't really being considered because he was Benjamin Braddock. Like, people right. just knew him for The Graduate. Right. They didn't think of him as, like, the sturdy guy. So he was meeting the person casting it, and he dressed up like a homeless person Ugh. and was just, like, on the street around them for, like, ten minutes and then introduced themselves to be like, see, I can be like that because you didn't even recognize me. Ugh. Wow. He's um, a nightmare. Um, we talked about, like, the underbelly of New York. Um... I'll tell you, the worst thing that anyone does in this movie that makes me think of New York and makes me hate them the most is when John Boyce just playing his radio on the bus. Oh, My totally. I,
2: I literally was like, he's just playing that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Bothering all the people around him? Fuck that guy. You're yeah. reminding me a little bit of, well, I'll tell you who reminded remind
0: me. New already don't <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: no, but I'll tell you, living, so I lived in New York in from 79 to 85, and it was before The Walkman. Uh-huh. Yes, and so boom boxes were. It was just
2: so people would it was carry such a them list, around. Oh, but, but
1: it they, was okay for you because you, you would you would carry around your cardboard.
2: <laughs> <Exactly right. laughs> Entertain everybody yeah, it with your.
1: Like, but it's boom. just it's yeah. just like you know, it was just music was so public. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was just so you know, it wasn't private. It was public. Yeah, was, and you know, you had to listen to everyone's Ugh. whatever. Um, anyway, there's uh, another interesting little fun fact here. Is the guy that plays the um, the young guy that he picks up and they go into the movie the theater the movie
0: theater yeah bob and he blows him.
1: yes bob that's balaban that's bob balaban yes his first role fuck. fuck off that's bob balaban and i it's funny cuz i i didn't know that mm-hmm. but i looked at the character i mean i looked at, and i said he looks so familiar yeah. yeah and then i had to go look it up
2: yeah wow yeah. wow that's so interesting that's that's one of the scenes where i think and again i'm not like that's, you know, seems Don't funny. yuck
0: Bob Balaban. and Jonathan not. Here. Listen,
2: I will not yuck his young. Because he didn't
0: have his money, because he wanted to get You beat do up.
2: it. He wanted it. But I'm also just like, he, yeah. He,
0: he wanted John Voight to slap him. He wanted John
2: Voight to slap him. I like John Voight's performance more, I think, than Dustin Hoffman's. Maybe just because it. So,
0: when we talked about Rocky, we talked about like maybe Rocky and Adrian are like the worst double date in the entire oh, world. Oh, no, 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 no. Are you saying that... Can uh, you imagine going to like a like a poker night with fucking Joe Buck and Ratto home? <laughs>
1: well? My wife would never <laughs> let me come back home. <laughs> it would be that would be it.
0: Miserable life, my life.
1: Yeah. Miserable,
0: miserable night life? Of my life. night What? Oh, oh you here. all right? Beer's going to your head. Um, I
2: will say, I think that Separately, they are a tough hang. Yeah. Together, I'd put a bullet in my brain. That's yeah. Rough.
0: It's a rough. Guy yeah. The me. only person that would be worse to be around is the extremely effeminate guy that always makes. Oh fun yeah. Of her. Makes so fun like, if it was three of them, I'd be like.
3: Oh, that. <laughs>
0: yeah. A lot of the effort in this movie, and I get yeah. it all the time. And time. it's also probably like there's there's definitely some sort of like denial thing with Rizzo with Rizzo like, for sure yeah, this I, undercurrent but it's
2: it it's is still funny so though hearing it point. it is offensive to yeah. nine years I don't yeah. care for
1: it I love Sylvia Miles I thought she was she, oh yeah
2: was that the woman that he bangs the, 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 the she, first the he, first he, woman okay yeah. she was great yeah. I, I loved, loved her, her. Seeing her, his tongue come out at her though was upsetting. Yeah. Did not he care was, for he it. was
1: licking her hair. Yeah, I and mean, I, he, he was going. He's doing out. a lot of slobbering. I was
2: like, John Voigt, get off! Especially now, knowing what we know about John Voigt being a fucking crazy person. <laughs> I'm like, Bleh. Uh,
0: please don't talk about the arts medal, <laughs> <doing laughs> John Voigt like that. Um, so, you're a bus driver.
2: Oh no! I, okay. this, I hate these. You,
0: you are a bus driver. I- You're 15 minutes outside of Miami. And a gentleman, a cowboy gentleman, <laughs> comes and tells you his friend has died on the bus. <laughs> what do you do?
2: You keep driving.
1: That's a
0: What are you going to do? I- do I- get every old person on that bus <laughs> came down with tuberculosis, <laughs> which is... Like Is that what he, he died of? He has consumption.
2: I thought he died of um, just you know being being handicapped. <laughs> I don't know. Being, what did he die of?
0: Just no, he had some sort of terrible upper respiratory infection that How? probably sprung to life among all those senior citizens yeah. on the bus.
2: Well, they were. I will say the bus driver. Maybe I'm like I'm just keeping going. If I'm on that bus, I don't know why I would be. Yeah. But if I'm on that bus, I'd be like I'm gonna get off this. I'm not gonna ride the rest of this yeah. way with this dead guy on the bus. Right, yeah. Especially from, you, with another creepy dude in the back with this arm around him. Yeah.
0: Right. They should have, uh, I feel like after this movie, like, it should have been written into all of Dustin Hoffman's contracts that he had to be on a bus in a movie.
1: <laughs> you know they reference this in Seinfeld, in a scene in Seinfeld. Do they? They do. Uh, um, uh, um, Kramer's got a bloody nose and they're on a bus oh. and they play that, that music. The harmonica music. Oh God. And yeah, That's so they, they so
2: sad. They referenced that
1: in the in the uh, I in, just in know, a Seinfeld episode.
2: I just know how Dustin Hoffman smells and I know what <laughs> and that And he
1: peed in his pants. And he
2: peed his pants. And yeah. I know how that bus what that bus is like on the thirty whatever hour journey from yeah. Right.
1: You know, and you people know. still smoke back then. Like and it's probably just
2: this movie not is too. my is my nightmare, yeah. honestly, and I don't care enough about either of them to. It's another movie that, like, kind of Butch Cassidy that a little bit goes nowhere. Not yeah. not, not not goes nowhere, but it it's it's a little meandering in these things, and it's it's not a to be, to see, and I just don't like them. I don't like either. I don't like John Voight and Dustin Hoffman as people. Yeah. And they both are gross. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman and his, like, weird limp thing, whatever he's doing. Yeah. And I just was like, not for me!
0: I have a two-part question for you before we finish. Is it
2: about Hello, Dolly? I hope it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you sleep with Joe Buck? No. Okay. I don't like lawns. How much would you pay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would be the girl in the beginning where I'd be like... You I'm gonna need be a miles. to uh-huh. pay me. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Yeah. No, no, what and about, I and I think we the movie about, proved he was not a very successful prostitute. What about
0: Ratso?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Honestly, more likely could get
1: it. I have to say I did. I? I, I like the scene where he takes all his cowboy stuff and puts yeah. it in the trash. Yeah. And you can definitely tell he's transitioning, and it's I think midnight. He, it's midnight. Right.
2: <laughs> it's midnight. He's like the. Fairy Godmother came and was like, dung, dung, dung.
1: Which, by the way, as I mentioned, I was in Austin uh, for Thanksgiving. And uh, my son... Did you see
2: that I have Tito's?
1: Yes, I do. Tito's! My son works for Tito's instead of marketing. Anyway... He, uh,
0: Megan, was, that was actually just Megan letting you know that she's half empty and she needs to <laughs> <half empty.
2: laughs> Actually, I was picked it up. I was like, this is lighter than I
0: thought it was.
1: Anyway, he did a great job of, um, I mean, I went to the University of Texas. I spent time in Austin, but I haven't been there in years. but yeah. he, he did a great job of taking us around to all these cool places. Yeah. And one place was a, like a speakeasy on yeah. 6th Street. Mm-hmm. Cool. Where you literally had to, you have to make reservations like three weeks ahead of time. You've got to, it's unmarked. You got to knock on the door. Yeah, they take it to this dark room. I they love do, that. Shit. They do all these great cocktails. Anyway, the name of the place was Midnight Cowboy. No, oh, that oh that's
0: so I, fun. I thought there was a chance to have a sit down with Governor Abbott. While
1: there. <laughs> I did not. Oh, the Capitol was right down the street. <laughs>
2: I want to go to Austin very badly, and now I want to go to Midnight. Cow- I bet I would like the bar Midnight Cowboy more than I like the movie.
0: Could be. You might. But I like bars generally. Yeah. yeah. You always do like the bar <laughs> better. Um, it was fun. Uh, before, we, uh, before we jump into other movies from the year, let's rank the nominees. Starrett, we'll
1: start with you, five to
0: one. Oh,
1: God. Megan's going to hate me.
0: Oh, I probably am.
1: I Megan's gonna I hate know
2: what's happening, and I reject it! I, re- I just want to say that the opinions... <laughs> on this podcast are not shared by everyone. Okay. Well, you're going to see. I'm not
0: reflective of
1: Megan. Okay, I have Hello Dolly as number five. You okay.
0: fool. You are a fool. I, now,
2: now,
1: I have to tell you, I did this before I came here. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this,
3: <laughs> like this is your.
2: This
1: is going to be like Scrabble. i got like, no, to move the letters list. around. No, this is
2: your list. This is your list. This is your time.
1: Okay, I put End of a Thousand Days as number four. Okay. I put Z as number three, which I didn't expect because I thought Z would be number four before I saw it. And mm-hmm. I saw it and I liked it better. I put, and again, you're going to hate me. I put Midnight Cowboys number two, No. and I put Butch Cassie's as number one. And I, at the time, and I, I think it's just a, um, an emotional favorite. Sure. Um, That's fine. Nostalgia plays in. But it. Th- Yeah, we're we'll talking. I
0: remember the, when Megan and I went on Butch Cassie and the Nance Kid in the theaters. <laughs> um but
1: uh yeah so it was it was uh um you know it was it was just it, it, I remember the yeah. night of the Academy Awards I was like it was like the Super Bowl yeah right it was like you please so don't excited. let the wrong team win Right. and, and the midnight team. and the wrong team won I mean I couldn't even get in to see Midnight Cowboy wow. right
2: wow so if you that, did hadn't seen it when yeah
1: no I I I mean, I think I saw it, like, so long ago. I don't even, it was, let, let me put this right. It was like watching it for the first time. Wow. Right.
0: Yeah. Meg?
2: Well, this doesn't often happen, but I'm putting Midnight Cowboy
0: last. Uh-huh. Um, That's interesting. No
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I just didn't... Not for me, guys. Um... I'm going to put Butch Cassidy in the Sundance Kid at four. I'm kind of going literally exact opposite yeah. as you.
1: You'll still speak to me yeah. tomorrow, I will. You? I absolutely will. <laughs>
2: um, then I'm going to do, do Hello, Dolly, because I recognize it is, I still think it is a legendary performance by Barbara Streisand, yeah. but I recognize what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then, I'm sorry, I'm going to put Z. And then, I just, I really enjoyed Anne of a Thousand Days, uh, and I would watch that shit
0: again. I also have Midnight Cowboy as number five.
2: Wow! It's, how many times do you think the one that, well, actually that happens quite often, the one that won we put literally last.
0: I don't think it's always, um,
2: Crash. Yeah, Driving Miss Daisy, maybe? Uh,
0: I don't even remember Driving Miss Daisy, I don't think it was last Mm. on a bunch of our lists. Beautiful Mind, maybe. For sure. Um, (laughs) Number four, I have Hello, Dolly. Whatever. Guys. Whatever. Guys. Three, I have Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Two, I have Anne of the Thousand Days. I knew you were going to do this. And number one, I have Z. And you're the number one Costas Gravis fan. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really? Someone you made what? me a T-shirt. And I know. Send
2: it to. Our send it to we us. don't have one. <laughs> you had Misery number one too. Misery. You had uh, mm. Missing number one. Missing number one too.
1: I yeah. love that movie. Yeah.
2: He loves Costas. I
1: love Gravis. that. I love movie.
2: Him. And I love Annabelle. <laughs> um,
1: uh, let's talk about some other
0: movies from the year.
1: Okay, can I tell a quick story? Go for story? it. Go yeah. for it. So, we're going to talk about Easy Rider. Okay. Oh. So, I saw an interview with, um, uh, gosh, who's, who's the main actor? In, in
0: Peter Fonda. Fonda. Not, not Peter
1: Fonda. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Um, but Dennis Hopper. And he was on, like, the Tonight Show or something. And he said, um, he said, you know, Jack Nicholson was not our first choice. He said, our first choice was Jack Starrett, who is my uncle,
3: oh. <gasps> for
1: that role. And he said, because Jack was kind of—he was played football. He was from Texas. He really was more like wow. yeah. the character. And um, so, um, my uncle had to turn the role down because he was committed to something else. No. And you know, Jack Nicholson was uh, got an Academy Award Boy nomination. Yeah. So it makes you wonder—you know—how how, sliding doors? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just been, how things, you, you know, know.
2: Maybe different.
1: Anyway, I, I didn't. He could have been sitting in front row all those Lakers games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was he like, oh my God,
0: I can't. Dating
1: Laura Flynn. I don't. You know, it's just the it business was, was so weird back then. And, yeah. you know, everyone, I mean, it was just, you know, Easy Rider. My d- uncle had done like three or four bike, Angels yeah. from Hill and Hell's yeah. Angels on Wheels. And it was another biker movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, no one thought it would strike yeah. the chord that it did. Yeah. yeah. And, um,. Anyway, also another movie that it's got like weird, like drug, yeah, yeah. like 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 let's show you what a trip is yeah. like. Yeah, I rewatched
0: Easy Rider for this. I don't love Easy Rider. Not no, for me, I, I didn't like it either. Yeah, I didn't, it, it's like 50 minutes of landscapes. I've There's I, two really shocking moments of violence that like really stand out. Right. Good. and Jack Nicholson like. I'm sure your uncle would have been better, but you can see why Jack Nicholson becomes a star. Yes, he totally. Steals every scene that he. He made. does.
2: I. It's so funny. I did not watch Easy Rider, but that's only because I have had multiple people, you included, I yeah. believe, who have said you will not like it. No. Do you not, will not. Do not, not. Don't even try. You will not enjoy yeah, it. So. No.
0: But you know, it's sort of like the first like indie movie. Like they use a lot. A lot of the people in the movie are like people from the area. Like when they shot some of the scenes in.
1: don't remember if it's like new mexico or or but like
0: there's like a scene where they're like in a diner and there's just a group of
1: right rednecks
0: Rednecks, like making fun of them and they were originally going to cast actors from the area and when they were like there there were just people making fun of them so they just put them in the movie instead what
2: movie is it where they talk about where they have care they have people they it's like a contemporary movie like maybe from the 90s or something and they have and they have people Maybe and there, maybe it's like that thing that you do or something. Or and they have people that are playing. They they playing walk themselves. in. They walk into a meeting of like Jack Nicholson and uh, Dennis Hopper and whoever, like getting really high and talking about how they're gonna make Easy Rider. Do you know what I'm talking about here? Mm. No, you don't know. I'm gonna look I it up. Know. I'm gonna look it up. There's no, a fictionalized says, account of that, no. but it basically just seemed another reason why I'm not interested.
3: Yeah.
0: Is it
2: basically just seemed like they were like just fucking high
0: and they were like, oh, it would be a cool idea. <laughs> yeah. Stare, what other movies do you want to talk
1: about? Um, I, you know, I I mean, I didn't, of course, our friend Diane Cannon was in Bob Carroll, Ted and Alice. Oh, that's
2: right. Di- our, my best friend, Diane yeah.
1: Car- Cannon.
0: was a personal friend of the pod.
1: <laughs> and I wanted to re see it, I just ran out of time. It was The yeah. Sterile Cuckoo.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Sterile
1: Cuckoo. With Liza Minnelli.
2: Liza with a Z?
1: I actually, tro- I, when I was talking to Megan today, I wanted to see, which I know we're going to segue to next, because yeah. they shoot horses, don't they? Mm-hmm. And I looked on, an, there's an app, and I'll show it yeah. to you later, but there's an app where you can search for movies streaming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it you know, it looks at everything. Yeah. And I could not find that movie. Yeah, I don't think it's streaming anywhere. So, Before we jump
0: into it, can I mention two other movies? Yes, Because I want to talk about that a little bit more in depth. Yeah. So I rewatched True Grit. Uh, the original True Grit with John Wayne, which he won Best Actor this year, which is insane because if you watch True Grit, it's literally, you feel like someone right before it was like, so Mr. Wayne, this is your line for this shot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and the girl who plays Maddie, Kim Darby, yeah. when she first appears on sta- on screen, I was like, she's 30 years old and mm-hmm. she was only 22, but she's playing like... 14. Again, the right, but again, entire time also, he's like, hey baby it. sister, hey baby girl, no. it really made me want to rewatch the Cohen brother version, yeah, especially because the famous line from True Grit, the Cohen brother version is also in this version, when he's on trial and they ask him how many men he's shot, and he says, shot or kill." <laughs> <laughs> but John Wayne says it like John Wayne instead yeah. of like weird voice that Jeff Bridges using. Sure, sure, sure. I don't care. I will, um, I will watch it. Anyway, any Trigger Grit's not
1: good. I think we all believe that that was a sympathy vote. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, like a career.
1: For sure. Career.
0: But it's sort of a bummer because Richard Burton was also nominated that year and if never he won great. Best Actor. Right. Yeah. Either. Give it to Richard
2: Burton, dumb fucks.
0: Uh, and I also rewatched The Wild Bunch, which feels, again, I sort of mentioned this earlier, feels like at the time it was so raw and brutal and these anti-heroes and there's literally a scene where like the shot starts with a like a nipple and a woman breastfeeding and all this stuff that's like postcode and it's peck and paw. And it's so different than anything anyone's ever seen. But now it just feels except for the end shootout, everything feels sort of, Oh, I've seen this a hundred thousand times. Right. And yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't stand then, out. Yeah. Like it used to, um, but they shoot horses, don't they?
2: Um, so this is one of my favorite movies that we've ever watched for this podcast. I think this movie is incredible. Matt um, Craig was like, "Hey, I want to. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about they shoot horses." So like, we watch it, and I was like, "I got to fucking watch like fucking a million fucking movies." <laughs> Fine. And so I watched it t- this afternoon, being like, Ugh, "I'll just like fold my laundry, and I had other things to do. I'll just skip through it, whatever." I sat my fucking ass on the couch, and I watched every minute of it, and I left it. I had to leave at a certain point to go, and I was. To the mid like did not want to I did not want to stop.
3: yeah,
2: it's crazy how much more than we've had this as a few other movies, contemporary this <laughs> seems if this came out yesterday, I would be I would still buy it right. and part of that is it's a it's a period piece It yeah. takes place during the depression. I think this movie is the fucking tits. <laughs> and also, I'd like to say it does my favorite thing in it, which is when they say the title of the movie yeah (laughs) at the end
0: and you know what it's maybe the best use of that ever 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 when they I don't want to give it away when they actually say it at the end you're like well that fucking worked
2: yeah it's the last line of the movie and and it's sort of like
0: a motif that's built in towards the beginning of the movie and there's little flashes of it throughout Mm -hmm. so it's not even a surprise when they say it but it's like oh fuck fuck Fuck,
2: man that is a gut punch
0: so this movie was nominated for best director which is one of the reasons I wanted to Watch City Sidney Pollock directed this film. Wow. Um, Jane Fonda was actually expected to win Best Actress. She
2: is a boss in this movie. For this movie. She is well, a boss.
0: This was during all the Vietnam anti-war stuff. So right. a lot of people think uh Maggie Smith ended up winning for the Prime of Miss Jean Brody, and a lot of it was people did not want to vote for her because yeah. of all the political stuff right. behind her. Right. She's um, been
2: getting it her whole life. I think I'm a huge Jane Fonda fan, is what I've is what I've become. Not become. counting Julia. Not kind of Julia. (laughs) But even then, I didn't bind her in that.
0: Um, Yeah, this movie's dope as fuck. It's fucking so good!
3: It's so
2: fucking good! Um, I did a deep dive, too. Dance marathons are Are, are, are
0: so fucked, up. Don't,
2: don't, don't do a dance marathon! It's so real!
0: basically, the plot is, so... Yeah, tell... Because it, it sounds away, like you're, like... stuff away, but... So, the idea of this movie, this all takes place in a dance marathon. So, during the Depression, they'd have these dance marathons where, basically, they would go for weeks... Months! months at a time where they would get people, you know, there'd be this grand prize at the end and mostly these kids or this one takes place in LA. So it's, you know, people that don't have any money or it's people that don't have any money, but are also trying to get noticed by a producer or director that might come to the dance marathon. So they show up and they dance with a partner all day. They get breaks to eat but they have to keep moving keep they moving. get breaks to wash and breaks to rest throughout
2: yeah but the breaks to rest are like like 15 minutes it's right. not like you you can like you can go sleep like catch a little cat nap but nobody's yeah. like sleeping
0: and so while this is happening it's all I assume probably maybe radio broadcasts, but it's also you can buy tickets to come and watch people do the dance marathon and people will get sponsored and then they'll start wearing stuff for whatever company sponsored them. It's it's honestly the fucking Hunger Games. It fucking absolutely <laughs> is.
2: And you're like you can leave but it's all but at a certain point like you say like you can leave but at a certain point you've done it so long and you're so poor and then when I did the deep dive they were all like and the other thing is it's torture but you are being fed and housed. Right. And a lot of the these people would otherwise that would be a struggle.
0: So like one of the characters in this what like one of the couples is a man and his pregnant wife. Oh my
2: god! I kept waiting for that chick to miscarry. I got to tell you, <laughs>
0: um, yes. Red Buttons in the, is in this movie playing a thirty-one-year-old sailor. Um, but he's not actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything because I want everyone listening to this to go, go see. This. Go no, I'd like go to see this, see this it. movie. You this need movie. to watch this movie. But I mean, outside of slavery. Like when you watch this movie, you're like, "Wow, maybe that's one of the most fucked up things America ever did as yeah. an institution." Yeah, and they, <laughs> literally, say, they
2: literally say, they literally say, and also, uh, the writing is so good. Yeah, the guy that plays the MC of the whole thing won for best supporting, right, or whatever. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, gig, 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 young. I'm pretty yeah. sure he won, and he he gives some monologues that are so fucking well written and again at that time I just like I guess it's I'm not used to hearing just such great language and just such
0: yes he did what he did yeah
2: he says he goes like he's like don't you get it like you're there to make them feel you're there to make them feel better about themselves so the people that would go to these dance marathons went to watch people that were more miserable than they were because they were like living in throughout the depression it's so fucked, and I was like, I, and, and then there's, I, I don't, nothing, okay. But just, can I just say, yeah. the scenes where they do the, the racing, yeah. they have to, they're like, they do like these, I
0: won't give it away, but it's. Well, the, I don't even think that's a giveaway because that's, that's something that they would do. So basically like after a certain period of time of dancing, they would do these races, where basically the last three couples, or I'm sure it dwindled as the couples dwindled, were eliminated. So basically they'd have 10 minutes and they just have to run around in a circle. Yeah. And whoever the last three couples were. Or if you fall and you can't yeah, hack it, you're done. Yeah. Gone. You're pulled out.
2: And it is so wild because the the looks on their faces and the pain that they are in from having danced, you know, for hours on end and then having to run, especially the pregnant woman, yeah. the 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 sh- the agony on their faces, and then meanwhile the music that is playing is like, it's like not it's it's up, so upbeat <laughs> yeah. and like like we're having a fun time, aren't we, at the races? And they are all literally dying. Yeah, it is.
0: It's a perfect distillation of capitalism (laughs) (laughs) it's so upsetting um
2: i loved it i like really loved this movie this was this was my favorite sometimes i feel like we watch movies and i'm like this is one of my favorite surprises where i had no idea what it was going in maybe my, my favorite one and i and i didn't know what to expect and uh i came out with like a new favorite movie
0: yeah so of all the movies of 1969, what should have won Best Picture?
2: They Shoot Horses, don't they?
1: it? I haven't seen it, but I, I didn't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> except,
2: yes, you did. You liked Butch. Except,
1: except Butch Cassidy. Yeah. Butch Cassidy. But I... I,
0: I
2: that is a good answer. You stick to it, and then you watch it. You okay. watch and You they watch shoot They horses. Shoot
0: Horses, don't they? Which should have won Best Picture for 1970s, <laughs> and then you let us know what you thought, and we'll announce your results. If it stays Butch Cassidy, yeah, Butch right. that's great. But
2: you have to um, take it from you can borrow take it, from it me. today. Oh, great. Have great. it
0: on DVD right here. Great. You can mm-hmm. take it from me. Perfect. You can give it back to, Megan and you, it back to and me
2: and you can and you can tell us what you think. Okay, it you is got it. dope. Watch with my Tay. she will enjoy it too. It okay. is a it's a good movie, yeah.
0: man. And it's like, you know, we, I mean, End of a Thousand Days is obviously like a period piece, but we talked about how there's resonance in it. Like, what I love so much about Z and They Shoot Horses, Don't They, is, for me, both of those movies feel like they could be released today, mm-hmm. and if they were on better film quality, right. I'd be like, yeah.
2: Yeah, about that. It seems like a movie right now. Yep, yeah. yep, 100%. I would watch it.
0: Um, Stereo, do you have a favorite movie of 2019.
1: Well, I mentioned it already. Um, oh. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, and I Only that. because it I, I was so excited. I went to see this movie when it came out um, the, the weekend it came out. It was my birthday, July 27th. Uh, and we went to the Arc Light. I thought, perfect, I'm going to see it in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, three o'clock show on Saturday. It was packed. We're about, And I'm so worried because uh, my wife is with me. I'm thinking, oh God, uh, you know, I mean, Quentin Tarantino's an acquired taste. Sure. And, yeah. you know, she likes Jane Austen and this kind of yeah. I was like, oh, She's going to like hate this and I'm going to have to sit through this movie like miserable that she's not having a good time. Fortunately, the film broke down (gasps) like after 15 minutes and it broke down and they couldn't get it going for like 10 minutes which actually was a blessing. So because, rare. Because the arc light too. she turned to me and she goes, oh, I love this movie. I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank yeah. God. They, now,
2: so you can relax. I,
1: now I can relax and watch the movie and enjoy yeah. it. But yeah. anyway, but it felt, um, I was so excited when it was coming out because I knew it was going to feel familiar. Yeah. And it did. I yeah. mean, the way they recreated, the way he recreated Hollywood at that time, it was just, it, I mean, it really, and because and and this is where I was hanging out yeah. in those summers, like right you know right here. Yeah. And so it just felt so familiar. But that you know that said, I just it was just really a, a movie I enjoyed.
2: Yeah, that's uh, still number two for me. Um, Parasite is is absolutely still my favorite. I can't imagine anything's going to beat it, be, be, gonna beat it, but the uh, screeners, as you can see in front of us, are starting to roll in, so I'm going to try and work... Now that I have finished all those these fucking
0: 1969 movies... You can finally watch the Aeronauts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can I say, I did over Thanksgiving go and see Frozen 2, uh-huh. and I think my... It's
0: the second favorite movie.
2: Frozen 2. <laughs> I think my, it's my second favorite Frozen movie. I think my uh, my what's it called resolution for 2020 is i feel like sometimes when people have bad movie opinions i like i i judge them as a human okay. being and yes. i think less of them and mm-hmm. i'm trying not to do that and there's been a couple people online that i have seen that are friends of mine that like have gone over have really like gone to gone to bat for frozen 2 gone to the mattresses, gone to the mattresses it. Yeah. for it and i'm like
0: Yeah, Frozen 2 is a mess. Yeah. Um, I feel that way about um, the movie Waves. Oh, people like it, yeah. People really dig it. And uh, when I was watching it, like, I liked it the first half, and then I didn't like it. And then, like, in retrospect, I think I loathed the movie. (laughs) uh, um, I think it's... uh, Crash with a slightly better film
2: like there are some movies quality. that like like I get you liked 8th Grade and The Farewell yeah. and I really like didn't get those movies yeah. but I also like get I'm also like I'll, I'll yeah. buy it though right. like if that's your type of you know whatever yeah. if you saw some stuff in it that whatever that's yeah. fine I'm like you how I how anybody would see Frozen 2 and be like this is good. Yeah, makes literally no sense. To
0: it me. is a weird thing because there are movies like I saw, like The Lighthouse, which is very much a movie yeah. that I'm like. I can see why certain people love this movie. It's not for me.
2: Yes, I felt that this exact is, same way. Yeah, about this the is lighthouse.
0: like I can. There's some I visuals I will it. never ever forget. Robert Pattinson
2: fucks a mermaid, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but this is not a movie for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, there there are other things that I'm like. Really. Really, and then um, I have to then I
2: have to second guess you and yeah. think of, as, of you as a person. Yeah. And then wonder like, what else am I missing?
1: Boy, am I going to be careful what I put online? Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: you should. <laughs> or what you say to me I don't
1: know. You're right, exactly. Um, 100%. I have a new number one.
2: <gasps> Above Parasite?
0: Parasite was never my number one.
2: How was Parasite? Oh, One Spot Upon a Time in Hollywood was your number one. Right. You didn't, th- okay, sorry. I love
0: Parasite. I, and honestly, like my top five, I probably, my top five or six I probably could watch all of them again and maybe it would reorder. Um, I want to give shout-outs to Knives Out, which was just a ball. I got to see that. And Marriage Story, which is... Not a ball. Not a ball, but really terrific, I think. And that's probably my top five. That's my boyfriend. My number one...
2: Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? The Irishman. Wow. Are you fucking
0: kidding me? Yeah, I loved it. All three and a half hours. Did you see it at the... 20 minutes. I saw it in a theater.
1: Yeah, see, I, I, that's, yeah. I, I told Megan that. I said, you know, that's what I've heard, that you really... And it's still playing in theaters. Um,
0: like, uh, I even know as much as I love the movie, I know if I watched it at home, I would have paused it a bunch of times. Or right. Got,
2: well, we talked about why. this with Roma marriage, last year. Marriage Story
0: I went to see in a theater. In a theater. Like, anytime it's a movie, even if I know it's going to be on Netflix, in three weeks... If it's a movie I really want to see and it feels like it's going to be like an awards contender, yeah. and I have the opportunity to see it in a theater, I'm still going to go. Well, like the two popes, I'm going to try and go see in a yeah. theater. Yeah. Well, it's
2: kind of interesting. It's like what you said, Sarah, about uh, Z, where it's like you really, when it's a foreign film, you really have to sit and right. watch yeah. it. When it's a movie in a movie theater, there's nothing else for you to do. Right. Yeah. So e- e- even if it starts off and you're like, "What's going?" You know, or if it's slow or whatever, like you have to stick with it, which is why I. Not that I ever found Roma slow, but why I encouraged people last year to yeah. see it in theaters because I think that's maybe one of my best, one of the best movies of all time. And it's, I can understand if you're watching it at Netflix, on Netflix and you're it's like, well, I got to pause. Yeah. I got, you know, whatever. It's, it's not just the
1: just also the big screen. I yeah. mean, when you've got detail and photography like that, it's yeah. just, it just doesn't translate. I don't care how seen. big a screen you have at home. It's just not the same.
2: Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: Irishman.
1: Yeah.
0: Loved it. But again, I could re like if you I rewatched The Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Hustlers, Parasite, Marriage Story, Her smell, probably not her smell, but those five for sure. Maybe not even. Probably those five for sure. Tomorrow, yeah, like, they could all re. They could re-range. all rearrange, yeah.
2: Your name, we have a lot of the same top movies. This but they're, time.
0: like, very much upper echelon.
2: Well, I'm going to watch it because you, we, I mean, I'm obviously going to watch it, but right. I'm, I, I'm more encouraged by that because a lot of times you and I disagree on right. it, But I feel like.
0: And some know. people don't, some people have not loved it. Like, I thought it's too long. Um, it which is too I get. long. Every movie, um, every,
2: you can still love it and say it's too long.
0: Yeah. This is a movie that I feel like uh, it benefits, though. Like, the last hour means more because you spent so much time with the character. Hmm. Um, Star, do you have anything you'd
1: like to plug? I, there is something I would like to plug. Plug away. It happened. Oh my T-L's! god! Oh, my
2: oh god. I it. just, I just blew out the mic. I don't care. T-L's! Wow! I can't
0: believe this just happened, it's guys. Not,
1: it's not. It's 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 you know. I'm 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 glomming on. So.
3: It's the perfect little size. I love these.
2: The last,
0: Megan and I like.
1: Three to four hours. Oh, yes. So we should <laughs> we should describe for these people. This is not a full bottle. It's oh, like it's a half. It's the ha- best. It's It's
3: like the, it's the it's cute.
2: It's not, not the, a full bottle. But it's not the teeny. It's the it's, it's okay. So
0: like an airplane bottle. So, so right. let
2: me just say, um, Starett's son works for Tito's, and I have forever been like, I need you to tell him, I'm a fan of the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. I love Tito's vodka. I think it's really fucking good. Every this is they this is not a sponsor, but if they want a sponsor, we'd well, we
1: love it. Yeah. We would
2: love it. Listen, I we'll have
0: Tito's cocktails on every podcast. Tito's. <laughs> I, a I
2: believe in, in the game. product. Uh, We're
0: gonna we'll throw this beer away. So fast. we'll throw away Megan's husband, Maddie, <laughs> our good friend who loves beer. We'll get rid of nope, it. Nope,
2: no more beer. Tito's forever. It will be a very different podcast because the alcohol content yeah. is a little bit different. I would yeah. say
1: you save it for after the podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I is. love Tito's. I'm so happy! Anyway, yeah. I
1: have nothing personal to plug. I'm just plugging my family. So. I'm going to plug <laughs>
2: Tito's. I love <laughs> Tito's. And I'm going to plug um, Equinox, which is where I met Starett. I'm going to plug drinking some Tito's and then going to Equinox (laughs) because it will make your workouts so much more interesting. And
0: you'll definitely approach Diane Cannon then. Yes.
2: 100%. I was on Tito's. I was on Tito's when I did that. Yeah. I wasn't. It was 830 in the morning.
0: Um, I would like to plug Spike Lee's favorite podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The Oscar Should Have Gone Too. You can follow us on Twitter at The Oscar Should, on Instagram at The Oscar Should Have Gone Too. Please
2: rate and review.
0: Please rate and review us on iTunes.
2: Thank you for Or whoever. wherever
0: you listen to your podcast. And
2: whoever wrote a very nice review, uh, the last review that we had, we are going to be... Stay tuned because yeah. we are going to be do,
0: doing more following a career. Yeah, we're going to be dipping into another actor soon. We'll have one more podcast before year's end. And that's going to be Craig and Megan's top 10 movies of the decade. Dun, dun, dun. That's right, you've been reading this them all decade. over the place from people that actually matter, so now here
1: are dumbass opinions. <laughs> God, are we uh, already at the end of a decade again? Oh, God. It again. It's depressing. Just, Oops,
2: we did it again. Can't believe
0: it's the end of my third decade. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank Wait, can you so I, much can, we,
2: can we end with the sound of me cracking this Tito's
0: open? I don't know if it'll... Oh. It happens. We'll see. We'll we'll talk to you next time. Blug, 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 blug,
2: blug, blug. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye. Just turned into exit. Bye.
2: (laughs) Bye.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. We did.